In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. Every pass, shot, and dribble is immediately consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, blood, and tears, real legacies. Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? You already know when and where to find these moments of unscripted, pure entertainment. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk? Get vaccinated. But but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't give Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Moments like seeing my son's team cheer him on mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer or MBC, which is breast cancer that is spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palbociclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. Springtime tips and fun facts from Paul, Kristen, and Dexter at Total Wine and More. It's peak season for asparagus, which pairs perfectly with a light and crisp rosé. Many bottles of champagne and sparkling wines are perfect for adult Easter baskets. And they're really cute, too. My perfect brunch? Belgian waffles with extra whipped cream and a holiday pour of your sweetest rosé. Whether you're hosting or just bringing the wine, we'd love to share our always low prices and ridiculous selection this spring at Total Wine and More. Cheers! Yeah, what's up, y'all? What's going on, brother? Dream Champs Radio, baby. He's a legendary Queens rapper. Hey, Hanks, I greet your boy N-O-R-E. He's a Miami hip-hop pioneer. What up, is DJ EFN? Together, they drink it up with some of the biggest players in music and sports. You know what I mean? The most professional, unprofessional podcast. This is Dream Champs Radio, where every day is New Year's Eve. Let's go! 
the neighborhood so much. It was just like who's getting money, who's who's. However, so in now, o- how far in Oakland was Fillmore Street? Because that's the that's the first thing I heard about in Oakland, Fillmore Street. Fillmore on the, in West Oakland. Um, uh, is that is that when that Phil, Phil- Filbert is in West Oakland? Uh, Fillmore is the, is a neighborhood in San Francisco. The Fillmore. Oh, okay, okay, okay. okay the, the break Phil- that down for the, us. Yeah, the Fillmore is a, is a very historical neighborhood too. Okay. Oakland has a lot of history. Okay, you, you know you got different parts of the Bay. The Bay, mm. uh, you look at the Bay like you look at the five boroughs of New York. It's different sides of the Bay. E forty right. M over there from Vallejo. Vallejo. It's okay. a little town called East Palo Alto. They got a lot, right. of, you know, a lot of backbone. It's right. um. You know, San Francisco got a couple of little neighborhoods over there. Right. Uh, Hunters Point and Philmo and Sunnydale. Uh-huh. And they, you know, they're they real reputable neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I'm from East Oakland. I got mine from the east side. So I show up, and I'm just being a sponge, man. It's a new place. I'm looking around. I, you know, I go to Fremont High School and shit, and it's like yeah. I go to school. Right. And there's a nigga named Frank the Bank who's pimping. He's a 12th grader pimping. Hold on. Let's make some noise for Frank, Frank the, the Bank. Frank the Bank. Frank the Bank. He's pimping, uh-huh. and one of his hoes goes high to, school. Yeah, one of his hoes go to the school too. Okay, <laughs> so I, I'm in this city now. I'm like, wow. wow. So it's right. like this nigga got another hoe come show up after school every day and pick him him and up him right. and the young hoe up. Right. And they go to work. So it's like right. it was that type of environment, man. You got cats riding around in like limousines. Mm. This nigga's driving a limousine. If he rolled the back window down, it's like five hoes back there. Mm. And them his hoes. And He's not the, the driver. So and that's the first time you coming from South Central. And that's the first time you've seen pimping. And, and then at the same time, it's like Oakland was a lot different, man. It was like niggas was doing like car bombs and shit. Mm. Damn. And, and Let me nigg- stop you. Car- niggas what, do you what do you mean by car bombs? What niggas was it? blowing each other's cars up whoa. while they was at war. Or like some Ben Lash. Fuck a drive-by. They blow your car up. Whoa, whoa, whoa. They chop your body up and put you in a plastic bag on the side of the road. It was, it was going down. They was doing mafia shit. What is wow. this, late 70s, early 80s? It's like Felix Mitchell. You ever heard of Felix Mitchell? It's yeah, I did hear it. But, th- but this is not the Spanish gangs, right? No, no, no. no, no. no. Oh, this is before the Spanish it, it's gangs. This is black dudes. Oh, wow. This, this is the, the mob. They call themselves wow. the mob, too. But it, it was just, it was different than the gang, the blue and red. People don't know that um, on the West Coast, to this day, uh-huh. you got the L.A. Cats. They went to um, San Diego, uh-huh. uh, Sacramento. Uh-huh. Denver, every, Salt every, Lake, every, every city he Las named, Vegas. I keep wanting to pop my collar every time you say name it. Go ahead, Las go ahead. Vegas, um, <laughs> Phoenix, Arizona. Go they ahead. went to all these cities. Go ahead. Seattle, Good thing Washington, that. Portland, Oregon, and yeah. they converted motherfuckers into being Crips and Bloods. So it's all up and down the West. You never found that shit in the Bay. The Bay was like, we don't get it, we don't want it. And then, you know, even though. Because even the Spanish gangs, they might. Like fly a color, but they ain't banging. Well, they was doing the north and south shit. It ain't, yeah. the, it ain't like, the same science as Crips and Bloods in L.A. Right, like, like a lot of cities right. are. Like you got Chicago niggas that go around away from Chicago and convert yeah. niggas into vice lords and GDs and right. everything. You know, it, it just didn't take to the bay. Right, blue and red and all that right. shit. So I'm I'm just taking this shit in at, as this new cat in the city, uh-huh. and I start rapping. Just fucking around on the mic. All my all my early raps, like 1980, 81, my shit was like kind of like whatever, whatever I was getting from like Sugar Hill Records or something. Just that vibe about you know the party and shit and all that shit. So I'm rapping in different people's instrumentals. And then the one thing that changed everything for me was uh, when I first heard the message. Uh, and mm. I sat there. I'm walking down the street. I, I remember I had my radio and all. Don't I, take me. But I'm listening to this record. To, uh, I've been bumping yeah, hip hop for about three years at the time. And uh-huh. I'm listening to this record, and I can clear as day picture New York City. 
Because mm. the nigga was describing the song. you been in New York at that time? Never. Okay, continue. So I, I can see New York. We wasn't doing videos and shit back right. then. You just, you just listen to the right. music. So the nigga right. was giving me New York. Right. And I just had the idea of a lifetime. I'm mm. about to give these niggas Oakland. So, right. so my upbringing in L.A. and then moving to Oakland and taking it in like a, like a canvas or something, like, you know, and, and absorbing it, right. you know, something that I didn't receive from birth. I just came into it. Right. I, I started writing about it. It, was, it became like my muse, the city of Oakland. Mm. And even later in life, I could get stuck in the studio mm. and just think of some crazy shit I've seen in Oakland, some shit I heard in Oakland, some shit I think about Oakland, and just start writing. The shit just made me write songs. So, so what was the name of the first album again? I, Don't Stop Rapping. And I, I named it that for a reason. And you didn't stop rapping. High <laughs> five. High five. High five. <laughs> Make some noise for him now. Stop so, so short. Yeah. That's crazy. That is crazy. So, and what, what year did that drop? 1985. 1985. I was born in 1977, just mm-hmm. so you know. So, if I, don't, if I know that, you know I'm a big fan. I've always been a big fan of you. You was raping Jive for a long time. Mm-hmm. Come on, let's, let's, let's salute to that. Cheers. Rape Jive. Going on those crazy yeah. tours, yeah, 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 too, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck Jive. You, uh, you saw that Planet Rock documentary? Yeah. Mmm. The, the, the relationship between uh, crack cocaine and hip hop. Mm. Uh, is that that's not the, the that documentary was, on VH1? It was either VH1 or BET. I think it's VH1. Okay. Planet okay. Rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. they're just VH1, talking about VH1. The, throughout the history of hip hop and how uh-huh. the cocaine yep. and the crack. Mm. I'm from that shit. Because the the, the, the way that people say uh, 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 and uh, Freeway Rick Ross uh-huh. is they say that crack cocaine invented in Oakland. No, it was L.A., but then it came. They used cities like Oakland to kind of like to test out the market. Distribute it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We was so. We was, so how, how how was that? Like seeing the city coming from South Central, going to Oakland, and then you seeing it not having crack, mm-hmm. and then now crack explodes. So first and foremost, I gotta say, I never saw dope in my life. Whoa, I, whoa. Let's I, make some noise for George Yard. No, it's something dope. Come on. You sold a lot of pussy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh my God. But that yeah. being said. um... So before eighty five, before like eighty four, eighty five, you know, um, you remember that shit? It was uh-huh. like a nigga, a nigga can be like what I call nigga rich, man. You might just your, your hustle I like might nigga rich. your yeah. hustle might only back then might have got you like three, four, five grand, but you had a car. Mm. You mm. always had a, a, a wide with a rubber band. You, mm. you, you was you was balling, mm. and the crack changed that shit. I remember. I remember the crack did a few things, man. Because I heard Oakland was like, not Oakland, but I mean, uh, that area was yeah. a great area. Yeah. Like, prior to the drugs yeah, actually you could, hit. Yeah, you could move around a little bit. It wasn't too fucking dangerous. If you and you knew Freeway Rick Ross? Uh, later on. Later on. Okay, yeah. continue. But um, uh-huh. it's the kind of place where you could, you had to get yourself in some trouble. You, mm. if, you, if you did it, if you asked for it, you was going to get it to the fullest. Right. Appro- right. Appropriately. But after the crack, you would notice like, uh, and you, you know this shit too, um, it would be like little niggas. Mm. Little niggas that used to probably like couldn't fight too good and shit. And, mm. and it wasn't Shoot like, shit. no, these little niggas was respected now. They got oh. that money, that sack, and they got a couple soldiers. And they're like, this little nigga's a boss now? Like mm. two, three years into it, like this nigga's a kingpin. Mm. And it just changed Off up. The crack. You know, we didn't, before the crack, we didn't have uh, handguns that could shoot 17 bullets. Mm. You know what I'm saying? At the most, you might get shoot six shots. Mm. And a motherfucker, you know, tell you why you got shot. Right. After the crack, you don't know why you got shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nigga, they was high se- as hell. 17, and that's just if it was a handgun. So, so it, do you believe the story that the CIA actually did true? that? It started. Well, like, that, that's a good version. 
uh, that is true. Right. But the bigger version now is the whole big story of the whole mass incarceration thing. Yeah. That, mm. that the whole shit was a scam. It's a business. Mm. So that is damn near like we we all this shit we call coke rap. We damn right. near like we we fell for the trap, you know? They right. Ca- they call what they sell dope in a spot called the trap. Right. That I mean it says it all. <laughs> so 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 listen, I want to get into the pimping thing because yeah. you know why I want to get into the pimping thing because I don't give a fuck what any NYC nigga tell you. Mm-hmm. We didn't know anything about no pimping. Until we heard you talking about it. When you heard you talking about it, then we seen Bishop Don Juan. We seen the, you know, the players, uh, uh, players ball. We seen all that. Come on, he stopped the phone. But fuck it, leave the phone that's, in that's there. The, that's, that's the great, that's the great. That's the CIA calling us right now. So, 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 when was the first time you was introduced to pimping, and then how did you realize that that was that was gonna be your life? All right, well, my infatuation started with the, the movies of the seventies because they put it in mm, there so much. Superfly, and then. Like I said, my cousins lived on 84th and Hoover. If you go to the other end of the block, you're on Figueroa. And that's where it goes But well, 84th down. and Hoover, that's in L.A. That's now? in L.A. Okay, go ahead. So then when I get to Oakland, I see these niggas riding around limousines with hoes. This nigga getting picked up in school from his hoes. And, and limousines like the Maybach. Like, like it, it was like the Maybach back then. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then me and my little homie, we'll go down to uh, San Pablo where they, they used to sell mm. pussy and prior to crack. Right. They looked like a fucking modeling runway and shit. Mm-hmm. The hoes, hoes were beautiful. <laughs> right. So, prior to crack. Yeah, so <laughs> prior to crack, Go ahead. yeah, because you know, crack gave ho- pimping and hoeing right. like this ugly ass image. A lot right, of pimps right. got smoked out, a lot of hoes got smoked out, and then it was like well, then we start saying shit like crack whores. Before mm. that, your bitch had to be a superstar. Mm. And even to this day, I I, I want to uh, shout out some of my young pimping homies right now. That Go ahead, shout them out. They pimping on some dime pieces that you would never think was a hoe. Shout them out, out y'all. That bitch is not making three hundred dollars when she laid mm. down. She's bringing in a thousand. She's bringing in mm. thousands. You know, it's, it's, it's some mm. hoes out there on some major routes right now. So uh. just to keep the pimping alive, don't 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 get it keep twisted. Keep the pimping alive. I, I, I keep popping my collar. I ain't gonna lie. These, Every time you talk, I keep popping my collar. These I'm young niggas is not wearing suits and ties <laughs> with matching shoes. Fuck they social media They look like rappers right, 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 money. right. So, right. so I, um, I seen this shit man and I started I started diving a little more into it my thing with rapping after I heard the message was let's use the lingo of the streets the new sl- slang words that come out the shit that's really happening like let's talk about these streets mm. and then it just evolved into you know let's talk about this game and we just started right. like people just you, you, you would rap about shit and you would see what motherfuckers was interested in they right. wanted to hear that real shit right. so Somewhere down the line, I had a I had a line in one of my songs. I want to pass you the blunt. I don't know if you smoke. Yeah. Oh shit! Oh I shit! A, I had I'm a smoking line. the blunt with too yeah. short. Make some noise! Yeah. Roll another one, nigga. I was Come about on. to say that. I was about to say roll another one. But no, uh, all right, cool, cool, cool. My I bad. A, I didn't know you smoked short. At a young age, I was about 15, 16, I wrote this this right. one line. It said, um, it said, I had sixteen hoes sucking ten toes, and uh. that you can bet. Like it was just a line. Right. And every time I said that in the song, motherfuckers laughed. So I sat down by myself and said, let me write a song about each of these 16 hoes and how I met them. And that was an early version of my song that came to be real popular called Freaky Tales. And I had a song about these 16 hoes, how I met them. I met this hoe, you know? And it just started being more and more pimping. I just started digging into the game. Mm -hmm. And you you got out, you know, you got the Donald Goins books. You listen. You got um, okay. you know, uh, Iceberg Slim, Iceberg Slim, the story of my life. Donald Goins, Fillmore some, Slim. Some of those books got some real game up in them. Real game. I read this book called uh, Broad Players. It's not very popular, but that motherfucker just is just big pimping. Right. And I started. It just come to me, man. You get these ideas as a writer, and I'm right. like, damn, that'd be cold as fuck to just like 
tell this. I gotta tell you a story, short. One time I met Bishop Don Juan. He took, <laughs> he invited me to a joint, right? And then, and then, so for, for, for a week, party? for a week I was pimping, like for just one week, <laughs> just one week, right? Just one week. You was a pimp, or you yeah. was just pimping? No, I, I, I swore <laughs> I was pimping, right? So this white bitch come up to me, and I said, "Yo, bitch, you gotta choose." And she chose. <laughs> she chose me. I ain't know what to do after that. Like after that, she, she, short. Can you? Can you? Can you? What was I? What, <laughs> you I can't remember. Yeah, she started, chose me. I and started, started learning oh, the shit. science of the, the who, what, where, and why. And the shit right. is like it's like any other business, man. Right? Why is this woman gonna sell her body and give you the money? Right? And you know, it, you put yourself in sort of like a manager role. You kind of like a um, kind of like her fucking fucking um therapist and shit. You know, because right. the bitch is gonna be crazy as hell. And yeah, you gotta I, you, you gotta bring her back around every night because a real pimp gotta be real smart. Let's just keep it real. But then right? the main the main secret I think that I learned about pimping that one uh-huh. that, the one that lets you go home and kick your ass back while she's out there working uh-huh. is she gotta be home for a purpose mm. and you gotta give her a purpose. Let's make some noise for her and for a purpose. God damn it! Stop. Stop giving that pussy away for no reason. Go ahead, go ahead. Keep so, I, I mean, it's anything in life, man. If you're not mm-hmm. driven, if you you rapping and shit, and you're not rapping right. for something, you're not really right. you're not really going for it. Right. You're just on the right. corner freestyling and battling. I just always thought that like the pimps that didn't hit their holes and didn't do that. The best I, ones. I thought, I thought those the best ones because in order for you to control somebody with your mind and just talk to them, that is the illest psychological therapist. Craziest shit. So how, how about those pimps? Well, you know the pimps who I call that like finesse pimping, where you can just you let's know, make some noise for finesse pimping. I like that. I like that. Pimping. Go ahead. And then the other guy who got to beat the girl and scared the shit out of her, they call that gorilla pimping. Gorilla you know? pimping. I heard about. And that. you know the finesse pimps, they kind of laugh at the gorilla pimps. It's kind of mm. like they look at it like the nigga's not as smart as me and he don't got as much game as me. Right. But it works both ways. You want to you want to pimp the whole out of fear. Right. I personally don't think that that's even necessary, but it's mm. a lot of niggas that's mean natured like that mm. to just dog the bitch out and just mm. and just run a, run a house full of fear. But you know, either way, right. you get, you're getting the money, man. Because your because your record label was always in, you was you was signed a job for like uh like twelve nah shit like like. Maybe 12, 13, 14 hours. 12, 13 but, years. But yeah. was you the only no, no, one for the West on Jive? No, it was me, E-40, Spice One. Oh, it was Because it was, it was, it was I know what, them tours was crazy back then. So, but you was the first, like, official rapper from Oakland. No doubt about it. From the whole fucking Bay Area. Make some noise for that, goddammit. No shit. And it, it has really nothing to do with my L.A. upbringing either. It's that right. um, I just got to Oakland. It all just happened after I got there. I decided right. I could do this rap shit, and I just did it, and it just, you know, right. even bigger than being the first rapper up out of the Bay, bigger than that uh-huh. is is being a pioneer of the whole music scene, because you could mm. be the first rapper and not pioneer right. shit. Right, right. But I, we, we brought in that independent... Yeah, you right. changed the game. Put your motherfucking records out, you know, and like I said, it was a... Because then Jive came and got you. How did that happen when you first got signed a Jive? Well, I came in the game through a... Uh, through some uh, some street guys, you know, <coughs> okay, uh, particularly a guy named Dean Hodges. Let's big up Dean Hodges. Make wanna... some noise for Dean Hodges. <laughs> he seen you, and then yeah. okay. his little brother was uh, was the homie. We used to you know smoke weed, right. hang out and shit. And he was just right. the homie. We used to um, fuck around and like his little brother rapped, but uh-huh. he, wasn't, he wasn't really that quality where that you ever thought he was gonna get on. He was just like for the fun of it. They were in the projects, rapping and shit, kicking right. it. So he was like, man, my brother got a record label. Uh-huh. And I'm like, okay. okay. You know, and he's like, I'm going to take you up by his house. Now, I uh-huh. knew his brother 
not for having a record label. The nigga had, right. the, he had the sack. Right. And if you want to get a visual of Dean, back then Dean kind of, you know, nigga with the with the curlers in his hair, the color, mm. he has cut, cur- Green or whatever color. Well, us on the East Coast, every time they had the curlers in the head, we yeah. thought y'all niggas was killers. <laughs> <laughs> we thought. Okay. So picture that nigga looking like a, he was kind of like a, a Jimi Hendrix, Rick James looking nigga, mm. like, dressed like mm. a rock star. Let's make some noise for him. Go <laughs> ahead. Hey, man, I got so much game. Dean taught me how to be a player. This nigga was a player. Right. This nigga right. was a player, for real. real right. I mean, real player. He was sitting in his house. I'm fresh out of high school. This nigga run hoes in and out all day. Right. All day. Just He got the sack, and he's just a rock star in the hood, and he's just... House on the Hill, balling, right. and the nigga, um, the nigga had a label, right. and his whole label consisted of him mm-hmm. having the money, having the drug. Everybody wanted the cocaine. He said, "Out there, you go to Dean's house. It's a platter of cocaine right there. Mm. It's, it's, a, it's a, it's a bitch. Platter. It's a bitch over there, maybe in her, in her draw panties and, and bra, cooking up some coke for so whoever wants to whoever wants to smoke it. It's a box of weed. Just roll a joint. If don't ask, just roll the motherfucker." And you know, it's just it was a colorful environment, man. The motherfucking Dean was the kind of nigga that watched Sanford and Son reruns all day and just <laughs> and just bitches sit around in their panties. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. When you describe that scene, I immediately think of Minister's Society. It, was, it looked like some shit like that. Except, I immediately except think. on a way higher level, this nigga was not selling rocks. This was not a rock house. You had to this, come, he he pimp man. You you had to come up in there with some money if you know right. anything. So Dean got all these professionals together, musicians that play all instruments, niggas that had been in, you know, different Bands with, because Oakland got a lot of music history, so these niggas right. would play with Tower of Power and mm. Larry Graham and mm. Rick James and all kind of motherfuckers. It was just, it was professionalism. And right. he put me in the studio with these niggas. These were like older cats. Mm. He even had some rock and roll dudes around. It was just, it was a great environment to become too short. It wasn't really, doesn't sound really healthy, but it was a great environment to develop the character too short. And we I made, don't like the backwards. We used to go to the studio, session started at 11 p.m., end of 6 a.m., and it was just, you know, it was like college for me. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. But the, the main thing was the nigga was really running an independent label. Right. And he was really going to the studio. And he's the one who took you to job? Yeah, going. No, no, no. He was the one him. that, he just taught me this shit. Oh. Okay. So we go to the studio. We uh-huh. get the shit mixed down. We go to this other motherfucker. We get cassettes and wax pressed up. We go right. to this other motherfucker, and he he sells the shit to multiple record stores. Right. And then we drive up to individual record stores and just carry the shit in and, and sell it to them. Because it's true, like, like y'all invented independent hustling. The yeah, so, Bay is known for that. So yeah. how I got lucky was one day, right. I'm, all, I'm, 100, I'm 100% with Dean. This nigga, you know, the nigga that taught you the game. Right. You're looking up to him, this is 1985. This nigga's mm-hmm. driving at 85 Benz. He's the mm-hmm. nigga. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm like, what, what are we doing next? And then one day, Dean was like, about two years into it, he was like, man, to, to me and his little brother... I need you niggas to get the fuck out of my house. Whoa. Fuck Because oh, you have living in this crib. Yeah, fuck okay. this music shit. Just get, get the fuck away. Don't come right. around no more. Okay. But we like family. His mama right. like my mama. His cousins right. like my cousins. Like right. We, we, right. 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 we ain't going too far right up the street. Uh-huh. But still now, he was like, I don't want no more parts of it. So that, all we had to do now was we've been running with Dean for two years. Right. To, to the motherfucking studio. To the manufacturer. To the nigga that did the artwork. To right. the motherfucking distributor. Picking up the check. We right there right. with him. What right. do we do? We do the shit without him. Nigga, we made so much motherfucking and that's, money. And that's how you that's how, initially That's how start. Jive found me. And then Jive came to you. Yeah, we, we, we didn't give a fuck about the signing bonus and nothing. We just like, you going to give us national distribution? Let's look it up. Right. Yeah. You know? Because in New York, it was the exact opposite. Can I get some of that wine? Why? Yeah, you'll be trying to get a deal, right? We'll be trying to get a deal first. But um, we heard... Can you pour, pour something? Because we heard... 
that uh Richmond, California, uh uh you guys in oh yeah, Oakland, you like you guys in like and like y'all was actually like when you said selling out the trunk, we meant that as selling it to fat beats. We wasn't selling out I'm gonna keep it honest with you, we wasn't selling out the trunk. Y'all was literally We had boxes in the back of the motherfucking <laughs> yeah. and moving them Selling shit. out yeah. the motherfucking trunk. And it, it wasn't no trunk, it was actually a fucking truck. <laughs> right. A truck. An yeah. actual truck. Yeah. Wow. Hey, excuse me, man, but uh, uh-huh. same thing with Master P, man. Yeah, Master, right. Master P was, was in the bay. bay. Yep. He, he was he, in the bay. Was his family they owned like record stores or something? He owned a record store yeah. in Richmond. Master right. P was from New Orleans. Right. Came out to to uh, the Bay the ice cream And he, he started making them fucking West Coast Down South yeah. compilations and shit And then he, mm. he blew the fuck up And went and set up shop down in Baton Rouge He New Orleans. as well right. Master P was in the Bay with Soaking up that uh, independent game yeah. So y- y- y'all taught us the independency shit Like every it, time we It was just a no option thing though man If I had oh, If mm. fucking Tommy Boy And right. motherfucking right. Uh, Goddamn profile yeah. records was up the street <laughs> right, I, I right. would have been up there telling my hook me to fuck up But right. we, we didn't have it. So you guys got had to always look at New York people like, Nigga, damn, y'all lazy. How the hell y'all got a deal on y'all in the, in the city? I had a rap partner before, like, uh, 85. My rap partner got caught up in the, in the, in the crack game. And, and okay, we it. never heard this. Let's make some noise for Too Short for giving us the exclusive story. Freddie B, his name is Freddie yeah, come B. Come on, come on, come on, guys. My nigga Freddie B, he was, he uh-huh. was, we was popping. It was, it was mm. Freddie B and Too Short. It was, okay. That nigga, that nigga was an Oakland nigga, born and bred, new niggas on every side of town. That was, he was... He was uh-huh. like the plug for me, like, you know, mm. on just walking them streets. But, um, yeah, um, before that, though, um, okay, the weed is working. Cause, you know, yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> I ain't going to lie to you. I did song with you back in the days. But for you to sit down and sit down and chill, because, you know, what this is, it's about letting legends live again. You know what I'm saying? This yeah. is the Drink Track podcast is about. And for you to just sit down and you not to deny me, pass you the weed, yeah. I am very fucking happy, my brother. They guy is smoking a blunt with Too Short while we interviewing Too Short. Look at this Make some fucking noise! <laughs> this is a serious legend. Go ahead. So, nigga, we like 1983, 84, me and Freddie uh-huh. B. We talking uh-huh. about, all right, that's what we going to do. Right. We going to get two Greyhound tickets. We wrote down a list every motherfucking twelve inch that came out every 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 single that dropped out of New York. Wow! All the different labels we wrote down the address to the uh. motherfucking label. We like we wow. go on the fucking Greyhound. We go on these fucking address. We gonna get us a record out. Like wow. that was the that was the option. Wow! You know what I'm saying? Listen, all you new niggas need to listen to what he just Straight said. Up. Say yo, oh my god! Can I continue, please. That's that's just a crazy story. These guys just throw it on the internet and just hope. Kevin Lyles, call him. Gag, continue. Yeah, but you know, we was gonna, we, 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 <laughs> right. we, we had plans, man. Like, it was right. like options and shit, and then we got a, a whiff of that independent game, mm. and, and that shit just happened. Like, Dean, Dean showed me how to do it. I always give credit to him for it. And, right. when, and what I did, when I got it, mm. I passed it on to one of my homies. Okay, the dude who, um, who came back around. After I quit fucking with Dean, I still needed somebody to uh, come with some money to make uh, the dream come true. I knew how to do it. But right. I didn't have the money no more. So my man Ted Bohannon, him and uh, Big Ted, Little Ted, they they okay. got they got a little rep in the streets of Oakland. People know who that is. Mm-hmm. They um they came through, mm-hmm. put a nigga back in the game with the uh, you know studio time and being able to press up the shit and all that shit. And we just kind of um, we we blew up from there, man. We we went to the next motherfucking level with just right. it, I, I'm just every uh, every. 
I think it was like every 15 racks would make me like 60 or some shit like that. Every 15 racks you spend yeah, will I make get, you 60. I, I bring back 60. When Drug I, dealers, listen to this. Pay attention. And it was clear, legit money. And we right. we, we, flip, we kept flipping it so many times. Like We just kept on getting... Uh-huh. This is when you're just indie, though? Yeah, we, we go buy 15,000 cassettes and sell them for 60 racks. And so we just, did that give you the upper hand, though, when a jive came knocking? Yeah, but I, all we wanted from Jive was distribution. The, the way we right. did the shit, we just, we just wanted to... So you had a, a different deal, though, compared to, like, someone in New York that was signing the Jive. Right, because well, well, if we well, were tell, tell the truth, we thought yeah. we did. In the long run, them motherfuckers are slick, man. Because we, we, <laughs> right. that's what I'm wondering. We right. thought we had some shit and we had the bullshit, too. But it's cool. We, wow. We, we made a lot of money. And how bro. long you been with job? How many years? I was on that motherfucker from uh, 88 until, like, goddamn, damn near 2008. It was a long time. Shit. Let's I make some noise for him getting money a long time. <laughs> A lot of motherfucking albums though. Account that long. A lot of motherfucking. Hey, but you, know you did have fun on job. Right? Let me tell you, it's funny. Okay. So I rapped a long time before I got a deal. Mm. I did a lot of shit before I got a deal. I got a deal mm. in '88, and mm. I had been rapping like seven, eight years already. Mm. So I had all these rap songs that I put out in the streets that people knew and loved. Mm. When I signed the Jive, mm. it shot me the check. The albums went nationwide. Mm-hmm. Checks came back. You know the royalties and shit. They shot the next up front. I'm like nigga. Like, you know, we was getting money, right. Right. grinding and hustling. I was like, nigga, these niggas going to keep sending me hundreds of thousands if I make songs, right. nigga. <laughs> I went back until I had a box. Right. <laughs> well, I didn't have a rap book. I had a box right. it was full of raps. I had been right. writing motherfuckers for years and just little sh- tapes in the street. I went in that box and recycled every motherfucking line in there. Right. I would just scratch out the line if I use it. Right. I was using them old raps for the next eight years. Wow. The shit I wrote for eight years prior, I used for eight years in my deal. I put out an album probably every nine months. And now, what would you consider yourself, more of a rapper or more of a CEO and a hustler? What would you consider yourself? Well, as far as rap goes, right. I think I'm a real, real major hip-hop fan. Right. And I always put myself outside the circle of what I'm calling hip-hop. Mm. Niggas who's like... Ooh, that nigga spit them bars. You know, that mm, shit like, ooh, you mm, know, like, the ooh mm, shit. Right. I was strictly just pounding in the trunk talking mm, shit. Mm. And I could have taught a lot of niggas, no matter what the integrity of you as a man, I could have taught you how to talk that shit and right. make that shit pound, and you would have had a million fans like me. Like, it just right. was, you talk shit. I listen to your uh, shit. Yeah, you I talk shit. shit. I talk shit. <laughs> yeah, that's yes, what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, so I talk shit. I'm saying shit talking <laughs> versus spitting <laughs> bars and all this shit right. and, and being a rapper. But... <clears throat> CEO, man, I look at it like we hustlers, man, because we, 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 we start a company, and we don't say, you my boss, and that's like, nigga, we hustling right. to get this money, hustling. do exactly. fucking something. We didn't drop niggas off on the way, because right. we hustling and getting money. It's a lot of money coming in, and niggas like, call me when y'all going to lunch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like, mm-hmm. like, nigga, no, we up at 7 in the morning, pressing up shit and picking up shit and moving shit around, nigga. Right. You know, and, we, and we partied all last night, but right. we up in the morning grinding, getting this shit to where we can get these checks back. Right. I always thought about bank deposits. Damn, I, you, I wish you would have been my account. You need to be making more money. Right. Than you, bank more you, yeah, you got to take that right. shit in the bank. I need, right, to, I need right. to go put that right. shit in the bank. So how yeah, I was putting that shit under my mattress. I'm a foul nigga. Too short. Don't make no fuck? noise for me. Don't make no noise for I'm me. I'm like, yeah. how the fuck can we make get to the bank and, and put money in? Uh-huh. We, so we grinding, man. Like, we grinding. Niggas just don't have that same like-minded philosophy. We just dropping them off on the way. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. When the NBA championship is on the line, every pass, every shot, 
and every dribble is immediately, undeniably consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, real blood, and real tears. Trust me, I know what it takes to bring home a championship ring. The regular season is tough, but these games are a completely different level. Now is the time when legacies are made. The best team will bring home the Larry O'Brien Trophy and add their name to basketball history. Will we see a battle between marquee franchises or will we see a new champion crowned? Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? These are the moments of unscripted, pure entertainment that only happen on the hardwood. You've waited all season for this. It's time to take it to the next level. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. How do we level the playing field for all entrepreneurs? 55% of white businesses survive the startup phase, while only 4% of black businesses do the same. So I want every black entrepreneur to know about the 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative. The 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative is an award-winning program created by Shopify and Operation Hope. They're on a mission to start, grow, and scale 1 million black businesses by 2030, driving wealth creation for the black community. Out of 6 million employer-owned businesses in the U.S., only 2.3% have black ownership. This program gives black entrepreneurs tools and resources to level the playing field. From free business coaching to tailored training and extended free Shopify trial. Shopify's made a 10-year, multi-million dollar commitment to the program, and it's working. The initiative already started, supported, and engaged with over 334,000 black businesses, helping them operate businesses that sell anything from skateboards to coffee beans to apparel. Business owners love this program. Simone Harvin, founder of SC Creative Group, says, The 1 million black businesses experience for me was unlike any other program I've been a part of, primarily because it was for us and it was by us. Here at Drink Champs, we are always interacting with our listeners, many being black entrepreneurs. Shopify is one of those platforms that empowers and emboldens entrepreneurship. So chart your own path for business success with the 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative and Shopify. Bring your business to Shopify with an exclusive offer at shopify.com slash B-E-N, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash B-E-N. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. 
Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. We're back to Drink Champs Radio with rapper N-O-R-E and DJ E-F-N. Now, how did you get the Minister Society role? How did you, because you just, and you handing off Really? Okay, the Hughes Brothers, this is what I think happened. The Hughes Brothers are are really real big Bay Area hip-hop fans. Oh, wow. And they from Pomona somewhere in L.A. They they love Bay Bay Rap, though. This is what they told me. And Tupac had just fucked off his part in a movie by beating one of the Hughes Brothers up. Yeah, I heard about that. Let's make some noise to Tupac for beating (laughs) 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 up. So, um... So, Pac was off the movie. And, uh-huh. and if you notice, there's not a lot of star power. You got but, uh, but Pac didn't have your role. No, no, no. He had Tate's role, I think. Nope, nope. Huh? He, he didn't. He had. He's um, supposed to be the, the, the Muslim dude. The Muslim yeah, dude. Yeah, that was. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah the Muslim dude. So, yeah. they needed a little star power, and they just. Uh, they strictly just brought me in so that they could have like somebody name brand in that motherfucking and right. they happen, they just happened to be major two short fans. Right. You notice they came and got me for their next little documentary movie to. Uh, what was it called? Uh, American Pimp? Oh, yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. They, they let me say But you a pimp, though. You're supposed to be in there. Go ahead. So it was it was just a matter of that, man. I came in there and worked for a few days and kicked it. That, you, Minister Society is a cold-ass movie. No, it's, and it's cold. It's just dope. You had the coldest role in there. Yeah, they, they, they let a nigga, you know. I'm, I'm no, only, that was a cold role. I'm the only nigga that pulled the strap on no dog. That's in, what I'm in talking about. movie. That's what I'm talking about. Let's make some noise for him pulling the strap on no dog. <laughs> <laughs> that's a fact. Yo, yo, that, that's... I mean, for us, especially us from New York, um, you know, when we seen you, when we seen N.W.A., when we seen Minister Society, Boys in the Hood, that's when we actually realized y'all culture because we knew that hip hop. Uh, I think Kamen had made a record, I love her, mm-hmm. and but when they went I over used to there, love her, yeah, I used to love her. I, but when it went over there, y'all was so different, and for me. Everything was about buildings. Everything was about, like, what I see in their face. The lifestyle, the culture. And and y'all chopped it up. And this was the craziest thing to see you guys in y'all element. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, to, and but but the crazy thing is, you was from South Central, and then you went up north, north, north Cal. So you you call it up north? See, see in New North York. Cali, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, see, two different planets, man. North Cal and SoCal, two different worlds. Two yeah, different even worlds. Even gang wise, the Mexican gangs they divide themselves. The slang so words, the dress code. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I'm Mexican, and you could adapt to both worlds still. I, I mean, to this day, yeah. to this day, you can yeah. still adapt. I'm gonna lie. I had a promoter hit me one time, and she, and uh, it was a it was a lady. It was like you and Too Short is the easiest people to um, handle, and I was like, why is that? It was like y'all don't ask for hair and makeup. They just want to land and just yeah, we missed the diva shit. We go in there and say, "What's the high five? High I'm five? Like, too short? High five? Yeah." I'm like, I'm lie. like, "What's the pickup?" Right, right, yeah. <laughs> you, you we'll got, take that. You got we'll the issue. That. <laughs> Where the mic at? Right, right. Like, how right. many mics you need? One. <laughs> So, that, but after minutes, how did your life change? Because that had to be the biggest music movie at that time. Man, I ain't gonna lie, man. My, mm-hmm. What I had going on at that moment was bigger than that movie. My shit was platinum, platinum, platinum. That oh, movie was okay. that movie yeah. was like some side shit. I wouldn't. That, yeah, was, that yeah. was a side. That I was, was a slide. I was already popping. So, right. the, the movie uh, 
came out, it hit hard. It, right. it, it, no, it was one of them. It was one of the ones that kind of like Purple Rain kind of movie where it kind of right. lasted and lasted. Yeah, and just, lasted and lasted. Don't go away. It's still lasting. And you watch it right now on TV right. or on, you know right. unedited. It's still it's the shit. Right. It's a good right. movie. The boys made a good movie, but um, you know, man, um, that whole New York West Coast thing. I used to um, mm-hmm. I used to go to New York. The, what you telling me now? Like I used to go to New York, and I know for a fact it wasn't really about the music because motherfuckers like, man, I really didn't hear too much shit you did. But they'd right. be like, man, respect, son, respect, kid. Like, right. like it would be, <laughs> right. and it was, I, you know. back then it was a nationalized. It's like, if you the man, you the man of your hood. So I asked my yes, New Yorkers, I'm like, what does that mean that they keep saying respect? They're like, man, they showing you love. Like, it's just saying, yeah. you know, shit. That's, right. a, that's a big deal for a New Yorker says to you, right. respect. So I was like, okay, right. cool. But it wasn't about the music. <clears throat> and, right. um, and, you know, I kind of, um, I kind of, uh, you know, I started hanging out in New York a little bit, man. Right, After right, a no. while. It was, it was, they was, love you in New York. I don't know if you know that. Yeah, but you know... Blow the whistle. Woo! Blow the whistle. Come on, blow the whistle. Your niggas <laughs> ain't gonna blow the whistle? I started getting in them studios, though, uh-huh. in New York. Moving yeah, around and shit. Battery. I didn't, I didn't been on... I've been on three Jay-Z albums, two big yeah, albums. We was going there. We was going there. I was up in there. I was up in there. We was going there. So how did that first feel? Like, you know, Jay wanted to mess with you... You're all the way on the other side of the coast, and he wanted to do I got it right. the I got the um, B.I.G. blessing. Mm. B.I.G. just, he was, uh, you Cause know. Did you work your big before Jay, or do you work with Jay? No, big first. And then big first, okay. He told me this shit, man. He told me this shit. The okay. first time I met him, he came, He called me over to a limo. We was at the Outcast picnic in, uh, in Atlanta. limos was popping back then. <laughs> I keep saying yeah, yeah. limos. Nigga, 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 nigga can't. A limo right now if you fucked up. <laughs> nigga, you pull up in a limo, nigga, ain't nobody. Niggas is like, who's, who's fucking Bob Dylan pulling up right now? Like, yeah, yeah. Hey, but back then, I understand limos was that so the nigga, shit. The nigga called yeah. me over to the limo. Uh-huh. And, it, you know, roll the window down. I walk, I right. lean over in it. It's, it's a friendly event outdoor. You know, this mansion and shit on the, on the front lawn, the back right. lawn, all around the house. And shit, right? And he called me over and he just said, "Yo, yo, you got love in Brooklyn." That's all he said. I he talking about big, right? Yeah. Okay. I'm like, "What's up?" Right. So then, a couple years later, niggas is a super mega star. But, 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 but hold on, because I want you to continue your story. But did you know how much New York loved you? Because New York loved you. It, it, that's what I'm getting at. It was a, it okay. was a gradual, okay. you know, understanding. I, I didn't even I wasn't getting it for a minute. Oh, okay. So um. Uh-huh. Uh, he, he told me that shit And then a couple years later We sitting on a tour bus We smoking some weed He uh-huh. was like Yo remember that time uh, You came over to the limo It was like You got love in Brooklyn He said that was me I'm, right. like, I'm like damn You know like you know, like oh, that. Oh, oh so he wasn't Biggie When he told you that He probably was already Had his deal and shit He was at, right. he, he yeah, was at the Celeb party but he, but he wasn't wow. a Celeb yeah. Let's so, make uh, some noise For Too Short Breaking the story <laughs> <and> all. <laughs> Oh that's crazy That's crazy so you met Big before he was big, and he yeah. told you you had love in Brooklyn, yeah. and then you see him later. Okay, so then later see. on, we started being homies and shit. We making uh-huh. songs. We did that out uh, of the world is filled with pimps uh-huh. and hoes. We, so, so we yeah. homies now. Yo, yo, I, too short. You keep making me pop my collar. <laughs> the whole episode, I'm just Your speak. shirt's all fucked up. Yo, my shirt, my shirt. My you shirt has never been man. right. I just, I've been like this. And now I'm hyphy in because, you know, I, I go out there recently. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm a ghost rider, baby. We got everything. <laughs> Yeah, but, you know, big. Just we we just became friends, man. And he, right. you know, he was a, he, he told me about how um how New Yorkers for the most part wasn't really feeling like listening to any other hip hop outside of New York. Yeah, and he's like, man, I've been listening to everything though. He was naming mm-hmm. shit you like tell, yeah. he listened to all down south shit. And he was like, I like hip, I like shit. So right. so he was one of them cats who was mm-hmm. open without any kind of bias. Right. And he um he wanted to work. Motherfucker, right. like let's do a song. And then the way I did the song with him. And he sent Puffy to come get me. 
Ooh. He like, you know, like Puff is the, you can't say no kind of nigga. So mm. Puff was like, man, yo, Big wants you on a song. I've never been able to say no to Puff. <laughs> Still to this day. That nigga's like, people right. think he's some kind of soft nigga. That nigga's a bully, man. Right, yeah, he's a bully. He's a bully. <laughs> For real. Now, this, this is a funny story that Big came to the Oakland, and I think somebody took his chain. I ain't heard that one. <laughs> you ain't heard that one? You ain't heard that one? I heard E-40 helped that out. You ain't okay, that okay. One. You know what? I moved to Atlanta. Okay. So E-40 was... Let's talk about the Atlanta movement. So E-40 was like... E-40 I took think the you road. were responsible from uh, Atlanta being a pimping country. And Let's Eric make some noise for that. Eric Sermon was in Atlanta. Wait, 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 what? Eric Sermon. Eric yeah. Sermon moved to Atlanta. And they started That's like, you like, to a lot you, of music. You, you moved to Atlanta early. What year did you move to 93. Atlanta? 93. Is, this, I, is that why they got strip clubs in Atlanta? I did not move, move there. I didn't move to Atlanta for the um, music industry. I moved to that motherfucker for the for the, the property, the culture and so shit. I was I was down there. Mm-hmm. It was uh, it was like easy math. It was um, real estate was like one fourth of what California is. Mm. Shit, mm. motherfucking um, table dances at the strip club was five dollars. <laughs> five dollars. <laughs> How much were they in California at that time? The, the ratio of women to men was like twenty to one. Uh. <laughs> it was it was going Man. down, and it was just it was like so, so. You was the first person to crack the south. Let's make some noise for him to crack the south. Come on, come on, motherfucking no, West Coast. No, you, you, know, you know who beat me? Who it beat was, you? There was some niggas that beat me. Eric Simon showed up like a little bit before he, me. Yeah, he was there. Mm, Bobby Brown he was just Bobby Brown was acting ass. Not Bobby, Bobby, Bobby Brown. Brown Bobby Brown. He was acting ass. Bobby Brown was fucking everything. He was in that motherfucker. He was fucking everything. It was his prerogative. It was his prerogative. It, man, he was fucking everything. I ain't gonna lie. Everywhere, like I, I was a little nigga seeing Bobby Brown. Like yeah, that nigga whoever was I was with, like ah, you gonna fuck him tonight? Yeah, go ahead, but I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah, so um, you know, Dallas Austin was starting his shit. He was a, mm. he was uh, involved with the whole TLC come up. Mm-hmm. Mm. L.A. Reid was already and then he had the glove on when you met him, Dallas no. Austin. No, you, not the glove. You know, I don't know. He was wearing gloves or spikes and shit. He's a little different. Oh, he, yeah. was, he, was, he was rock and roll Dallas back then yeah, a little bit. He was, he, he, yeah, he was a rock star. He was a, okay. he yeah, he's a rock, a rock star. star. He's always. a rock star. That's what I was trying to establish. So, um, you know L- he's an OG. He yeah. helped me out. <laughs> L.A. Yeah. Reid was who he is. He was, mm. he was all of that. That LaFace was there. He had Tony Braxton. shit. had already been platinum. He had like artist Tony mm. Terry. He was LaFace was established. Mm. Right. And then uh, there was no Outkast. There wasn't no Goody Mob. It wasn't, mm. you know, Criss Cross probably had like, you know, Single or some shit, the new shit. Ooh. They were still jumping around and shit. Mm. So I got there right when it started. It Gucci Crew, I think only. I got it. You know, his tag team was balling. Are we Whoop, talking Lafayette? Are we talking Lafayette? Lafayette Records. Yeah. You heard that just now? He was at Lafayette Records. They never offered me shit. Let's just make some noise for too short for raping the industry. Come on, come on. Yeah. I mean, I was just there for Young Atlanta, you know, the architecture of what it, the, the foundation is, what it became is, so to be. You coming from, you, you, coming you from born, Oakland? You born, you born in South Central, moved to Oakland, and now you're in Atlanta. And then I eyeball Atlanta. I'm at the Freak Nick. Like, what? I'm, I come back and to you, Jack. Did you realize that this was born to be the music scene, or you was just out no. there? I went to the, I had already been touring out there doing doing concerts and shit, and then we uh-huh. go to Magic City and yeah. fuck around. I knew the lifestyle. Now, Magic City is where Players Club is based on. Could uh, be. That, that yeah, type yeah, of vibe. It could be. It yeah. could be. It, it could right. be. What, what did you feel like when you seen the Players Club? Was that true to you or the, was that? To the lifestyle I was living, Cube is my nigga. Mm. But to the lifestyle I was living, that was very watered down strip club experience in, in that movie. Mm. I, I've never really seen a strip club to give you, the, a movie to give you that real fucking strip club feeling, that real... So we're going to make the yeah, movie. Drink champs. We're going to make the movie together. I know, we, I, I, we, I, we I've never seen a movie experience. capture that. The real strip club experience. Yeah. Drink I, champs I, And presents. now, are you saying in the Bay Area, 
No, we're I'm talking, talking about, about it's anywhere. So, it's so whack on the West Coast. I don't, I don't even fuck with right. strip clubs on the West Coast. Don't I, forget Miami, man. We got it here, man. We got uh, yeah, it. Yeah, nah, nah, I ain't gonna lie. Miami. If you Rolex, ain't doing, if you ain't doing it like Miami or Atlanta, Miami and Atlanta, cities yeah. like Dallas, yeah. Atlanta, if the bitch don't get butt naked and you can have a fucking drink in the right. same building, it's bullshit. Let's make some noise for Too Short Norton about the real strip club. <laughs> That's a real strip club right there. I tell my niggas in New York said, all the no time. No pasties, no pasties. I tell my niggas in New York all the time. We go to Sue's Rendezvous, and you know I'm like, what they do? That's pasties? Not really, real. <laughs> no pasties. Like, nah, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's a strip club in L.A. where the bitch, um, uh-huh. the bitch wear three pairs of panties. Wait, wait, she wait, barely wait. get topless for a minute. She keep poking a titty out, and then every time the bitch pull her panties back, there's another pair of panties under it. I'm, I'm in not going to lie. If I was in a hotel, that would work for me. <laughs> <laughs> but in the strip club, it wouldn't. Right, so I'm in Atlanta, man. I'm right. getting there, you know, the, the, before I move there. And you like, <clears throat> you get a dance, right? She comes to you and say, can I get a dance? And you say, right. let me see that pussy. Mm, so in she, Atlanta. So she, before you even get to dance, you're like, let me just see what I'm getting into. For, uh, right. And then you go, oh, yeah, I want to dance based mm. on if you like what you see. Mm. You ain't doing that at no, you know, them other joints. Right. You know, Sometimes they call them strip clubs. They should call them naked clubs because girls don't even strip. They don't bikini even wear nothing. They don't even call it a I'm not going to lie. But some clubs, they walk around butt-ass naked. You don't even right. have, a, have a top or bottom. She's just walking around already naked. I'm not going to lie. I shit. thought I was a pimp for a week. It didn't work out for me. I was. I was it wasn't built for me. <laughs> I just couldn't do it. I just... I got, hey. I got compassion. I don't know. Because <laughs> to be a pimp, you, you, you can't have nothing. You can't have no, like... You know, I really feel like I could be a really good pimp. But right. I got this other good ass job called rapping. Mm, high which, five! High five! <laughs> you pimping the high rap five, game? High five! Let's hey, make some noise for short pimping the hey. rap game. God damn it! God damn it! Come on! Yeah. Every time you dabble in some pimping, mm-hmm. and a bitch is getting a few G's, she getting some G's, bringing it. I'm like, bitch, you just did all that stressing me to fuck out. Right. And I, and that wasn't nothing but two shows to me. <laughs> because they can't Shit. they can't touch the money. They're supposed to bring the money back. That's a real pimp, right? So you, your bitch having a good month. You get. Uh, a uh, 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 walking around bitch kind of, You get like 15, yeah. 20 racks Out of the bitch in a month Nigga that's a mm. few shows That's a couple shows That's nothing yeah, right yeah, that's a And fact. she gonna stress you The fuck out yeah, for 30 yeah, days Yeah yeah you are right like nigga Keep that shit You're right You're <laughs> I'm about right. to go do a show And my dick sucked after <laughs> So how does it feel <laughs> Stress free Because you You did a song with Jay-Z And Biggie Smalls And he did joint Multiple Pac. songs And Pac Yeah and And, and, and Scarface And Snoop oh, yeah. And Snoop how the, how, that's that's something I'm really you, proud you're, of you're in a, a career. Super, super, super OG. In in a, in a career, I am the th- that all those guys are going to be, you know, legends. No, they, they are, are legends. They yeah. are, they are, are but, on their way, but, but, one or the other. But yeah. when we're all gone, yeah, right? yeah, 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 you yeah. know, I just want to be in in that. Not too many people crazy. have that repertoire. Though. And Bone Thugs too, right? Uh, did we do a song? I, I mean, I just make songs. I don't even know. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. Nah, them, nah, I ain't gonna lie. Them the homies, though. If we did, right, if we right. did or didn't, them my niggas. I just told you I did a song on your album. You ain't even remember. You was <laughs> sitting there like, word. You did so much song. Nigga, that, you, what, you're what, a legend. You're a legend. We got a banger that song, though. Yeah, yeah, nah, yeah, yeah, nah, nah. I'm you, trying to think of that hook. Um, what the fuck was the hook? I'll pull that shit up on my phone right now. We believe you, Sean. This is a good thing. sounds go check it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Having the sounds. That's his job. That's his job. But short, man, how do you, like, um, all these years, how do you maintain your love for hip-hop? How does that happen? Because I, I, I like that new shit. I ain't gonna lie. I like, you I like, like the new guy. I like what it happens. And I'm not talking about the new right now. I'm talking about right. every time the new shit Every happens. time it changes. Because, you know, the, when you the nigga, 
It, mm. it's, it's like sports. It's like the fucking hood. When you the nigga and that next nigga come up like the super stud mm. and, and start getting a little more attention than you, you start feeling the kind of way. Start, and you still feel the same no, vibe? I'm for that nigga, though. I'm like, oh, nigga, you for the... I'm like, okay, nigga, okay. I'm that nigga who's getting money right. who... If I see a young nigga getting it, I'm like, nigga, get, get it, nigga. Like, I'm, Look, I'm, that's I'm, real, man. Did you understand what he just yeah, said? Let's make some noise for that guy. Oh, nigga. Come on, everybody. Camera guys, everybody. That's real, short. Because I'm promoting that shit. Let's all get it. Let's get it. You know what I'm saying? And then when you get it, you're right. you, 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 you wrong if you don't pass it on. It's all work. You're wrong right. if, you, if you don't share it in some kind of way. Don't give it away. But teach the next nigga how to, how to get it, too. Because you... You always had fun with the game. Like, every time I seen you, I don't care where I see you at, you walking through, you looking good. You walk, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's other people and, who don't do that. you know what happens? Those blessings, they come around, man. It's, they come it's, back it's, around. There's, there's been a time in my life where mm. shit was fucked up. Mm. Had some fucked up shit. And then somebody mm. who I showed that love to was like, what's, what's wrong? Bam. Right. You know, and, and instantly. And then how for the love. And how about my man, Mr. Fab? You mess with Mr. Fab? That's my it's, dude right it's like, there. That's like my son. That's my yeah. guy. That's oh, my, that's, man. That's Let's make some noise for Mr. Fab being two short sons. God damn it. God damn it. We just, we just saw him in, in South by Southwest with cows. Oh, yeah. Homie yeah. yeah. So that yeah. 30 years of rapping. And cows. Yeah. And cows. That's my nigga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my nigga. That's my brother. 30 my years brother. of rapping. Uh-huh. I'm like, we get, we get money other ways. We can do this mm-hmm. shit with or without the microphone. We can get down, right? But you right? still enjoy what you do. Fab came to me and uh, and was like, man, you've been rapping 30 years. You got to make an album. So I'm doing an album right. called uh, 30th Anniversary. And, and my man came in there. He kind of A&R my album for me. Just, you know, just right. kind of like. It's a beautiful thing. A whole bunch of shit. We doing the hooks and shit. And just, just, right. just like put a nigga in shape. Like, you know, you get a nigga in shape. Right, right. You got a nigga in shape for a good ass album. So I got a, I'm an old ass nigga. I just turned 50 like last Thursday. Nah, man. Let's make some noise for turning 50. God damn it. Yeah, nigga. Let's make some noise. High five, high five, sure. A nigga hit motherfucking 50. You know, we, we, we had KRS-One here, and he had an AARP card. Is correct? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Him, yeah, him yeah. and Sonny. Him and Sonny had an AARP card. <laughs> yeah, and you Chris know what? might be my age. Or, uh, he yeah, I think, you know, he definitely said he's 50. Yeah, okay, yeah. He yeah. definitely said he's 50. And, and ain't nothing wrong. But you know what's crazy, Short? You, you look young. You're doing young shit. Mm-hmm. And you still have the love. For it, like I could look at you when I ask you these questions. Yeah, you really still love hip hop? No, it's the hustle, nigga. I'm, I'm about to get on the mic and rap in front of a crowd tonight. It ain't shit. Tonight, I grabbed the mic and live last night. Fuck that. Oh, did I? Well, God I mean, damn it! And live. We should have went to live. I ain't gonna lie. I was so tired last we, night. We had a long. week. We had a long. <laughs> I wish I knew you was there. Hey. So you never lost your love for hip hop? Not once. Nah, for rap, nah, nah, nah. Cause it, you could be uh, lean with it, rock with it. Niggas was right. that, they, they, okay. Look, you got a, you got a bunch of motherfuckers that like this new weird shit. That's what right. you're saying. Yo, that's what you're seeing. Uh-huh. This shit is weird. How do these motherfuckers like it? Uh-huh. I try to get around and figure out what is it that they like. It must be the infectious beat. It must be the catchy right. hook. It must mm. be the way it make you dance. It's something mm. good about it. So I like, I'm like, oh, I get it. I try, right. I try to get it. Right, like why is you niggas dressing all weird? Oh, oh I get it. You know I what get saying? it. If it makes sense, if you if you well, look why at are they dressing all weird? I don't. No, get I, <laughs> I don't get that part. But because they, 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 they don't want to be like us. They want to be. They want you got to do something right. right. It's like rebellious kids. And their defense, when you look at the like the first pictures of hip hop, the first pictures oh, no, of hip hop no, no, yeah, is, yeah, yeah, yeah. is terrible. Yeah, they was dressing wild. But guess what though? These little niggas that we calling weird right now, the niggas is trying to look like the eighties. Yeah, no, no, that's, that's what I'm really saying. 80s, that's, 90s, that's exactly what I'm circle, saying. Yeah. With the gold and shit. So, yeah. so with that being said, and you being a pimp, you being a real nigga, I've never heard 
too short in a controversy. Other than when you ran from police, that was crazy. <laughs> what happened when you ran from police? Let's talk about that. Nigga, I was in L.A. I had an apartment. Uh-huh. I had an apartment right across the street. From here, right from, here, from where I was running. Oh, we was running. <laughs> <laughs> from side. I was bar. like, damn, you had an apartment. Shout here. out to Rob. I, no, I was about to uh, dip up in the spot, and then uh-huh. you know. It's nothing that ain't been done before. Right. right. Logically, but you're too and shit. short. You yeah, can't. You can't. You gotta be careful. Too. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just saying, man. We, yeah. It was crazy. Yeah, so you we, we, we walked the running. line, bro. We walked the line. Uh-huh. I talked to that brother. I was like, man. I did all the tests, all this shit. I wasn't even fucking drunk. I was like, it had been. It was three thirty. The drinking had stopped a while ago. I, uh-huh. I was gonna walk these bitches to their car. Okay. Because the bitch's Excuse- shit is for real. Let's make some noise, man. Make, keeping it for real with the bitch. Come on, come on. I feel okay calling these bitches bitches because after I got in all that trouble, they never called back once and said, are you okay? Just, <laughs> are you okay it or just, nothing? It was just some bitches I met that night. Right. Walked these bitches to the car. I said, right. no, nah, you know what? I live right over there. It's like about a block and a half. Right. I said, I'm, I'm going to drive y'all over there. It's 3.30 in the morning. Y'all been hanging out uh-huh. in my spot. I'm going to drive y'all over there. Uh-huh. Drove them over there. Hit a little U-turn to come back. Nigga turned the light on me. He made me do all this Shit. Uh, and you know, the nigga who saw the video of the TMZ was like one of the security dudes from the club I was at oh, that night. It was, all, it was all right there in the neighborhood. Oh. That was like a supper club I went to that night. Mm. Tuesday night. Mm. I'm like, even even that nigga, I heard the nigga sold the video for like 500. They was like, we would have gave him 5,000. Like, uh, that bullshit. Nigga out there, um, but it was some good press though. I like, I do like the, the the good press that you get when you get the yeah. But is that, that the first? Is, is that the first time you realized the power of the internet, or you been new to power? That was the first time I realized I was in my forties. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because you couldn't get away when yeah. you ran. Make some high Make some noise. I talked to this nigga. I showed the nigga the building. I said, "Dude, I live right there." I said, you got my, my car. Uh-huh. I said, I'll leave this motherfucker here, whatever, man. We just this, I live right there. Right. You know, he's like, you got to blow for me. Right. I'm like, man, I told the nigga, I said, man, I might not. I was drinking earlier. I just, was, right. I told the whole story. I'm like, right. fucking right there. Right. A lot of times the cop be like, all right, man, just, you know, leave the right. car here. You know, go home. Right. This nigga like, you got to blow. I was like, is that my only option? That was the last thing I asked him. Ooh. You could, did you deny it? I mean, I, I honestly, that's one of the ones I regret because I had some Converse, low cut. Oh, um, um, uh, the Chuck Taylors. Yeah, the Chuck Taylors. Oh I, yeah, you can't run in those. And I was, just, I was just mad because I was yeah, like, yeah. those are like it, the Kanye West new sneakers. It was, you can't, it was, you, you can't, can't ball away, in those. Yeah, 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 yeah. You, you run in those, it's over for you. I think I had like another bra still at the spot. I'm like, I gotta get back. It ain't over. Like right. shit going on. So this is real deal. You really have bras. Like wherever every city you go, you have broads, or or you stop that. That's I'm, over. I'm gonna tell you like this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> at this late, at this stage in the game, I'm not trying to be young short dog anymore. I'm not doing mm. this. Shit. I used to go when I go out. I'm like mm. call a few call a few homies. Like you know, I hang mm. out with a lot of chicks. I, I like eight, ten. We go out. That was my normal. Mm. I might do some shit like that tonight, but really, uh, tonight. Yeah, I mean, I'm in Miami. So you want so. me to hang with you tonight? I want to just see how it goes down. <laughs> I'm in Miami, so I'm, I'm really not the one. You've been co- doing this in Miami for a I'm, long time, but I'm not coordinating the chicks. It's like Miami is like you know the girls they do it. Oh, just like, oh you got the girls who coordinate the girls. Yeah, they just let's they make just, some high five, high five, <laughs> high five for that. But hey, let's make some noise for that, goddammit! Come on. What I'm saying is, uh-huh. back in the day, I would literally mm-hmm. get in my phone and call like these two, those two, those right. two, meet me. I right. did that shit up until about three, four years ago. Mm. I kind of just like chilled it out a little bit. Now, now I might go out with like two or three. Right. And just you know, and the, another secret to what I do is a lot of guys they try to fuck all the women. 
Mm. I just try to hang out with him, man. Just hang out, be cool. Mm. Shit, shit happens, shit don't. We cool. It's, that's, right, right. You know, that's a secret weapon for you. <laughs> we gotta tell Charlie Skins. He doesn't yeah, know that. Even gotta tell he Charlie don't know Skins. That secret. Uh, who else we gotta tell? Uh, Sunny DB. All, all, the, horn, all yeah. the horny niggas, man. Yeah, all, yeah, just, oh, he knows about the horny Montanas. <laughs> Make some noise for horny Montanas. <laughs> if you're a horny Montana, we got horny Montanas. Let me recall them our group. Like, uh, in our crew. If you're a horny Montana. Like, yeah. if, you, if you if you wanna fuck everything, you're. Like, I, me personally, I've seen my, a couple of my horny dudes reimburse. Mm-hmm. Um, let, let me pronounce this right. Um. Berlin, Germany. I was like, I hope it's Germany. I see my my homie finger pop a bitch in the butt. (laughs) That that, that, that ain't right. In the club. In the club. You finger popping in the butt. I say slime. This is not. This is. I'm uncomfortable with this situation. (laughs) (laughs) I I actually can't. I can't partake. He's like, no. This is how we doing it. Like in the butt in the club. I gotta still out. I gotta leave. You know what I mean? But this a lot of horny people. Yeah. So that's how pimps actually. Sh- okay, I got a homie. Okay. I got a homie. Um, he uh, he was kind of like, kind of timid kind of guy, man. Wasn't mm. really like aggressive with the ladies. Mm. But then you know he kind of he had he's like a rock star kind of nigga that kind of wore this like ponytail shit, light skin mm. nigga. Mm. And uh, he wanted to hang out with us one night, and I was like, dude, you can't. You, where are we going? You can't get down like that. Mm. So we literally sent the nigga somewhere. He was in, he wasn't from Oakland, but he was passing through. Mm. We sent the nigga down to where the pimps get their hair done and shit, and got mm. him a pimp hairdo out of his. You know, his life oh, yeah. we, we, turned, we turned him into like a, a pimp looking nigga. They permed him out. Okay. <laughs> Told the nigga to put on a certain kind of clothes, and then mm. he got to the party. He's like, still the same nigga. Like, what do I do? Still square. I said, okay. nigga, the way you look, just walk up to every bitch and say, I'm Mike, bitch. Right, right. <laughs> Tell him I'm Mike. His name is Mike. Okay. Okay. Boris, Boris. Yeah, Boris. We go, yo, we pimping you up, motherfucker. Go guess ahead, continue. Guess what he came back and told me at the party later on? He said, nigga, that shit works. <laughs> yo, nah. I'm going to be honest. I hung out with Bishop Don Juan for like a whole weekend. He had me gas, right? So what happened was they they gave me a famous player card. You remember the famous player card? It was mm-hmm. gold. They yeah. gave me I 917 on there. And they asked me to come to the um the, the, the uh, 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 players ball. Yeah, players, players ball. ball. I got there. And then, I, I you know, I'm on, I'm, on, I'm on road for real. Like, But I took two days out my... Schedule. I walked in the players, um, players shit. It was a white bitch that was. I'm walking in. A white bitch say, "Hey, how you doing? Oh, Yo, you know me." This is. I don't even know if she asked me to take a picture. She asked me something. And I said, "Bitch, you better play up." <laughs> I said, "You was in the pimp. I was in my pimp. I, hey. I definitely didn't know. And she chose me. I said, "Bitch, you better choose before you lose." <laughs> I don't know why I said that. And the bitch and Bishop Darmar, um, what's my nigga? Uh, Juju, pimp Juju. Mm-hmm. All of them was trying DC, to knock yeah, me. Niggas. All of them was trying to knock yeah. me. They said, "Yo, Nori," and the, and the white bitch kept staying by me. And I said, "I don't know what I did. <laughs> I don't know what I did." You didn't get the memo. I didn't get the memo to pimp correctly, and then I wanted to pass off, but she really didn't want to be passed off. Hey, you ever off. seen that nigga? He uh-huh. got about he always got about five or six hoes. His bitches got to stare at the ground; they can't look up. That he and now well, what like, about him? Let's like break Iraq. him down. It, it's kind of funny though, because uh, his bitches they sit somewhere. Uh huh. Even when they sit down, the whole time they out, they can never look up. They have mm. to look at the ground. And they be sitting there talking to each other. And then right. if you dare, you're like, right. you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a little crazy guy, nigga. Right. So you, you go on there and so, try. So, so you, not, not, I just try to fuck with him and break him a little bit and be like, right. oh, how y'all doing? Right, right. They can't speak to no outside man, nothing. They can't ever look up. that's the rule. That sounds crazy. That, no, that's him out. 
That's just like you wearing your jewelry. He's wearing. Uh-huh. He's showing you his pimping. He's like, right. I could have told them bitches to look straight ahead. I could have told them bitches to stand in a circle. They, but I they told them to look down. Look down. Don't never look up. Don't talk to anybody except me or each other. I ain't gonna lie. And that's just. This is how I knew I wasn't ready for pimping. <laughs> because my white bitch did that. My white bitch was just like, she, she wouldn't look at no like other pimp. Was ready for pimping. Pimp Juju said, pimp, uh, it was Pimp Juju and Pimp and Ken. And they both stepped to me and said, it's a young player. You don't know what you're doing right now. I said, I got to whip me and leave her alone. And she just kept looking. Like, that's how I knew she was more experienced so, than so me. So niggas who pimp and niggas right. who have pimp game and are of it. We, oh, we do wait, this. so it's a difference. Pimping and having pimp game. I, I like the way you broke that up. Because having pimp game means that I probably could apply it, but I just, I'm doing other shit I don't, I don't right, know. Right, right, right. Pimping is stressful, man. That's pimping just, is stressful. Break like, that down for us, short. The, you tell, you're telling a woman to do the stuff she's doing. There mm-hmm. are fucking, like, repercussions to that shit, man. Like, mm-hmm. mentally, like, it, it fucks people's heads up, so you got to deal with that shit. Because you telling them to go in the car, suck them off. And you're saying, don't fuck with nobody but me, so when every time, every emotion she goes through is coming to you. So, let me ask you something. After they do that, they mm-hmm. give you the money. Mm-hmm. Do you have to make them feel like your girlfriend? Like, uh, they got to feel love. You got to do they all gotta this shit. They got to feel love. You got to do this shit, man. It's a lot of shit. Mm. Like, if you want to really... They're actually your chick. If you want to be a boss pimp, you have to be focused. That's what you do. I've never heard this term. Did you say boss pimp? Yeah, that means you're in control. You're on a, on a run for a while. You, 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 got and you could go to another state, but she's still, you're still a boss pimp. And you know what they call that? Long-range pimping. You can Hold send up. her anywhere. Hold up. Let's make some noise. Hold up. Let's make some noise for long-range pimping. Yo, I, I heard a long-range five. I'd be like, my, your homie over there, I'd be like, long-range. No, nigga, you should, be able, to, you should be able to leave her in Hawaii. Pimp. You fly back to L.A., and mm. you come back three months later, and she got like... Forty-seven thousand, mm. and just be like, here, From she didn't fucking everybody she, else. She didn't protected the money. She didn't protected herself. And now, now, do you have to have herself. sex with these women, or you just you could just if so? This this is where I get fucked up. Right, I, break it know, down for me, sure, because I'm I'm a um, what do you call it the lamest. Because now the lamest. I've always lamest. I've always considered myself to be a pimp and a player. I do have the pimp game, but I so don't. What, do is, it. Uh, what is the difference between pimp and a player? Player, you just you got the game to just run a bunch of chicks, but you don't want any interest uh-huh. in their money or them selling that. You just a player. All right, you just You're a player. Okay, player the game. You get money. You and then pimp, you, know? you getting you, you get, you're getting salary. Actually, yeah. yeah. So, okay. So um, I consider myself to be a pimp player, man. It's just like you know, I don't really Both. have. Yeah. yeah. I, we don't have to. Um, sure, I'm not gonna lie. You made me pop my collar like seventeen hundred times, it's but cool. I'm gonna keep popping. We'll play Is that it cool? Back. So, you know, if you, if you got to really get a lot of game, just play it back, listen to it. It's, you know, it's in there. It's yeah, in there. Yeah, yeah. I'm, the game I'm is studying. always in there. Like, you really... I'm studying. It goes by I'm so married. fast. I'm married. I'm, I'm, I'm a lame. I'm sorry. I'm still, but but in my mind, <laughs> I'm going to try to be a pimp, like, every time I go to sleep. Like, yeah, I'm going to try to... But we are we are all always students mm. of life. We are. Mm. We Bring are it down. Bring always it down. learning. We're always learning. You know what? Mm. I was going to tell you about my... Uh, my uh, Dominican, Dominican story. story. Yeah, that's right. That's <laughs> right. Dominican story. Yeah, I'm, Puerto, I'm Puerto Rican just in case you thought I was Dominican, but it's okay. It's, it's all the same. It's way. a New York yeah, story, yeah. man. Okay, and, New York. Let's do it. Let's do it. But I was, um, you in the, you in baby Dominican Republic? I had a little. That's in New York too. Um, I had a little run in with the, um, mm-hmm. with the, uh, the hip hop police niggas hit me hit me up in the taxi cabs, mm. and I and just nigga had like um we had a strap in the car and we had a uh-huh. uh, like a little ounce of weed. We used to go up to. Um, we used to go up to the candy shop in Harlem uh-huh. 
and you know get oh, the, Branson. the, the good you shit. Oh, Branson. You don't got to call it the candy shop. We know what you're talking about. We used to get the good, the good, that good shit in the, jar, good in the jars. Shit. Yeah, in the jars or in the motherfucking triangle bangers. Yeah. Look at yo, hold on. Fuck with my man Juice. Eddie, man. Yeah, Eddie. God yeah. bless the dead. You know he died. I did God not bless the dead. Right. Eddie, look, 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 look. First off, let me just let me just stop. Too short right now. He just flossed on everybody <laughs> on a real New York. This is the in the real New York Times. He just mentioned Branson. What you say? Daytime in Branson. Eddie, Eddie, that's who run the spot. Yep. That was my nigga. Continue your story. Go ahead. So you know we 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 uh we riding around and shit, and the niggas pull us over in these fucking taxi cabs. Mm. None of them got on uniforms. They uh-huh. fucking uh, flashing badges and shit. They actually take us out, put us, it's four niggas in the truck. They right. put each of us in a different cab. And I right. get in there, it's like three niggas in each cab. <laughs> they jump in my truck, drive the motherfucker, and we right. go to like some 37th Street precinct, some shit somewhere, 36, 37. Just thinking I don't know. no way shit. Yeah, <laughs> Sound like New York. <laughs> and, um, and, uh, and and nigga ended up, basically, nigga ended up at uh, Center Street. This is at 100 Center Ooh. Street down there. And I, I passed by a... Uh, I was in there for about a... You was in the real... That's the first, first off, right now, if they lock you up up there, mm-hmm. they have a preaching they bring you to. That means that back in the days, they had to lock you up up there and bring you all yeah. the way downtown. So, so yeah, we in there. This is in about a day and a half or a day, mm-hmm. and then they got bailed out a little later. But um, right. I walked by uh, this one holding tank, and... I seen these jet jet black ass niggas, like black ass nappy head niggas in there, right. in there all speaking Spanish. Mm. And I just was like, that shit weird to me to fuck out. I, I just didn't know. I didn't, yeah, you thought they was black. I didn't. I didn't. Yeah, you didn't think they was black <laughs> Spanish people? Yeah, yeah. No, nigga, Nobody I, does know that. On, on, on the West Coast, on the West Coast, <laughs> we ain't got no nappy head <laughs> niggas that speak Spanish. Mexicans don't have many black. You ain't see much driver yesterday. No, my driver yesterday was blacker than me. I'm saying like, <laughs> we don't have nappy head niggas that speak Spanish. <laughs> right, 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 right. So I get back up. I get out of jail. I go up to Jive Records. I was like, I seen the weirdest shit in jail. <laughs> Right. These dark skinned niggas speaking right. Spanish with that right. here. They said nigga, the Dominicans. Nigga. Dominicans, that's a fact. Let's make some noise. Let's make some noise for two short makers with the Dominicans. God damn it. Hey, hold on. You blow the horn. Blow the horn. Blow the horn. After that, mm-hmm. after that, I made a point. I said, I'm going to meet some of these Spanish niggas, like for real. Yeah. So, I met the uh, the, uh, the Dominican niggas, right? Mm. At the gas station, and they, they, they popped at me on some. Uh, Man, we uh, we know you, man. You too short, blah blah. You know, random shit that happens in New York. I don't get spotted right. a lot back then, back in the day in New York. Right. And uh, they said uh, they got the good weed, mm. and they sent me up to. Um, I don't know, man. I just you know you might get the okay. Yeah, I'm telling Dykeman. They, they, they sent you to Dykeman. They sent me like 184th Washington yeah, Heights. Dykeman. That's, yeah, Dykeman. Washington Heights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Washington Heights. Yeah. Yeah, what up? And mm-hmm. then basically, if I wasn't going to Branson, I was going up there. But I smoke right. good. I used to hang out in New York a lot. Yeah, I smoke, yo, I smoke yo, good. Listen, let me tell you something. There's there's not a lot of listen, listen. Well, he just broke down for you. There's people in New York who couldn't get weed in Branson because you had to have a certain type of plug. Yeah, to be accepted. You had to be accepted in Branson. One time I went in Branson, Red Man was back there that's serving the, the weed. That was my oh, sponsor. Sure. That's, who, that, that's who gave me my plug. Red Man walked Red Man. Let's make some noise for Red Man. <laughs> Always being a weed head. <laughs> God damn it. I went there that's one who, time. That's who took me there. I was, I was, I was like, yeah, good yeah. to go. You know, I'll tell you one time I went to Branson. I'm going to keep it real with you too short. It's one of my idols. It's going to hurt me to tell a story. <laughs> but I'm going to tell a story. I went up there. It's the Puerto Rican Day Parade. I'm Puerto Rican. I'm sorry. Half. 
I'm half Puerto Rican. I'm you half are Puerto black. Rican, but I'm just giving you. But both you know, sides, yeah. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. So, but I, this day I'm Puerto Rican. Right. Right. So I go to Brands and I buy my shit. Bobby Brown pull up in the 600 Benz. To me, it was like Prince. When he pulled up, purple smoke pulled out. <laughs> it was a 600 Benz. I was like, damn. Like, you know, I know niggas got 600 Benzes, but I ain't actually seen it. <laughs> Bobby Brown pulls up, right? Bro, T.S., what's up, nigga? So he pulls up. Boom, Bobby Brown pops out. So he goes in Branson. I'm sitting there like, oh, shit. It's Bobby motherfucking Brown. He look at me, though. He look at me like this. Like, like I'm right here. He look at me like this. <laughs> and then he go in Branson, right? I'm like, damn. Niggas is like, you supposed to say hi. I'm like, I don't know. The nigga eyes is right next to my shit, right? Bobby Brown comes out. And then he go, yo, it's the Puerto Rican Day Parade, right? Mm-hmm. I think me, Pun, Joe, we all on the float this day. But I, I had took a break afterwards. I finished what we had to do. And I went uptown. And then Bobby Brown said to me, this is mad racist, by the way. <laughs> He said, me, <laughs> he said to me, ain't you Puerto Rican? I said, yeah. He said, you ain't got no coke on you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, it happens to us no, all the time. There's a positive side to that story. Because you got you to gotta realize, in New York City, if you're from New York City, it's a couple, there's a couple of us here. When the Puerto Rican Day Parade shut down, like uptown to the right, right. it shut down too because they, they, they all over there. And so when they went there, I guess Bobby went there. He couldn't, he couldn't get nothing from the Coke spot. So he, he said, yo, ain't you, ain't, you, ain't you Puerto Rican? And I'm like, yeah. He's like, take me over there. Tony, get and the I was like, damn, why, why do you think I could get you the Coke because I'm Puerto Rican? <laughs> Let's make some noise for Bobby Brown for being the wildest yeah. nigga I met. Goddamn. I was going to say there's, there's a positive side to that story. Let's get the positive side. I mean, you talk, who was he with? He was with his security. Okay, well, I know, I know the nigga sometimes would be like without security. With that same Benz riding up in any motherfucking hood, right. asking any random nigga. That's my nigga. Nigga, that nigga. Hey, yeah, Bobby takes a certain cloth to do be that kind of nigga. To man. be that kind of nigga, you know what I'm saying? You, right. you, you said, "Come on, he would have right. went with you." Yeah, yeah. I'm, gl- for, I'm luckily for, I did for good or bad he because this is my hero. Like you know, I'm younger because uh, I'm younger at this you time. You mentioned him twice already, Bobby, oh, Bobby Brown. Yeah, Listen, we need Bobby twice. Brown wherever man, you at. Yo, if we had him on wherever you at, we need you. Too short is in here, man. I'm telling you, Bobby's a classic, man. Nah, Bobby's my nigga. He's a classic. He's always been my nigga. I remember when Jaru was actually filming the video. Um, when Ja and Bobby Brown. And I actually, uh, I was in L.A. You was at that video? Nah, I wasn't at the video. the video. They always I, I say he was through. high as hell at the video. Nah. <laughs> oh, the ecstasy video. He Sean going there. Sean. No, I'm saying that's, that's called that's the ecstasy video. video. <laughs> high five. You knew that. I feel like we going to Jack and that story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> ecstasy was ruling shit at one point. <laughs> let's, let's make some noise for ecstasy, goddamn. <laughs> come on, come on. Come on, everybody. White girl, come on. Yo, listen, short yeah. man. I really appreciate you for coming out, Hell being yeah. a great sport. Are you going to drink the champagne with us? I mean, I, I keep it hard. I'm, I'm, you keep like, pause. We, 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 <laughs> what, are, what are you doing? <laughs> what is that? My tie? For now, it's a vodka. We, 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 My tie. We, we, we switch. It's a little. Um, it's just a little regular. We switch. Vodka. Up. All right. All right. I, I want to have a one with short. Excuse me, Raul. Raul shout out sidebar. Raul, you know that you, you got you got the other Raul. This is yeah. Raul TS. We got Raul y'all, sidebar. Y'all recognize each other, baby. That's my brother. And we got to shout out Slowpoke, man, for making this happen. Yeah, oh, yeah DJ Slowpoke. Slowpoke. Can we get two vodkas and pineapples? Cause I gotta have a a, a drink with. Uh, 
Um, what you got close to pineapple? Like apple. All right, orange. <laughs> it works for me. So too short, man. Yeah. You been coming to Miami for a long time. Yep, I fuck with Miami too. Yeah. You got no Luke stories, no two life crew yeah. stories. Yeah. Hey, I mean, Luke, man, I've been on, I've been on the goddamn uh, Luke's peep show twice. So I mean, some oh, shit, some shit. No, but, the but, boat back but, in the How Can I Be Down days, that some shit. I was on the but boat but how did shit. you feel when Luke they tried to parental advise with him? Because you had to be right behind him. If they would have did that to you, you know him, what? they would have did that to you. You know what? Just like you said, you see me walking through smooth. I walk through that shit real smooth. They never came they never knocking at my door. They fuck with NWA. They fuck with the Ghetto Boys. They Two fuck with. Crew. Yeah, they, they never. And you was pimping for real. They never hollered at me. I don't even. Let's make some noise for Too Short for escaping. <laughs> come on, come on, come on, come on. He evaded. Yeah. You evaded it. I couldn't run from so the police. So they never like um, what's what's the chick name uh that that fuck with uh, Tupac? Tipper Gore, Tipper Tipper Gore. Yeah, that bitch. Al Gore's wife. She was yeah. she was she was trying to shut everybody. They never had my name on the they list. They were talking fl- about the shit I was doing. Which if they would have passed some laws, they probably would have affected me. But why? I don't know. Think about this. What do you think about? Uh, the fact that that shit could have actually happened. What if it had been like we live in a country where they said you can't cuss on your rap songs? Mm. That would have been crazy. It would have been yeah, like I would have never, never existed. Hitler we we would have never existed. I would have so, never know, met you. No, that's how I think about it. It would have been like bootlegging liquor. We would have been out there in the street slanging dirty oh, raps. Yeah. <laughs> it would have been more expensive. We'd maybe make more money. Yeah, it would have been money. I'd have been out of it. Like prohibition, straight up. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. When the NBA championship is on the line, every pass, every shot, and every dribble is immediately, undeniably consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, real blood, and real tears. Trust me, I know what it takes to bring home a championship ring. The regular season is tough, but these games are a completely different level. Now is the time when legacies are made. The best team will bring home the Larry O'Brien Trophy and add their name to basketball history. Will we see a battle between marquee franchises, or will we see a new champion crowned? Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? These are the moments of unscripted, pure entertainment that only happen on the hardwood. You've waited all season for this. It's time to take it to the next level. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. Got my PrevNAR 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk? Get vaccinated. But but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't give Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. 
Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Moments like my daughter telling me a new joke mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, or MBC, which is breast cancer that is spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palpocyclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. We're back to Drink Champs Radio with rapper N-O-R-E and DJ EFN. And you still, I just wanted to ask you this question before we wrap it up. Mm-hmm. Still actually love this life. I swear to God. You see it in his face, man. You still, like... Uh, <laughs> did you, you, you and you never fell in love with this life? For out of love, excuse me. Uh, I'm gonna tell you like this, man. I I ain't really like too fond. It's like, of, like you did with the jail and all that. Like you you just came home. Like I, don't know. I was only jail five weeks, nigga. I wasn't, five I weeks. Wasn't jail. All right, let's make some noise for you still going to jail. Yeah. Goddamn, you can still come high home high. for five weeks, though. Yeah, yeah. High 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 high. High. <laughs> but you but you still going to jail? Okay. Hey, you know what though? I didn't I didn't go to jail as a young nigga. Right. I was I think I was. Jet set but you were a grown ass man go to jail. You went to jail as a grown ass man. Yeah, and I'm so like, how 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 was your bunkies? They had to be like too short. Watch out, too short is here. You, you got to go look my nigga up. The the, the nigga that was uh, next to me, uh, uh-huh. he's uh he's got a, a high profile case in L.A. They call him the uh, the Grim Sleeper. Oh shit, that don't even sound right. <laughs> yeah, he sounds dangerous. <laughs> look at, let's, it, let's break down the Grim Sleeper. Come on, extremely polite brother, intelligent, talk to you. Uh, that, those are the dangerous guys. <laughs> that that sounds like a serial murderer. Yeah, whenever right a guy is respectful, he, he can uh, kill you. Nigga was showing yeah. him how to, how to cook with just some hot water and shit. Mm, <laughs> you know, mm. you know what I mean? We, we, we wasn't. I was in the spot where the celebrity shit though, where you can't. Uh, right. Uh, you know, yeah. nigga can't actually walk up on you and shit. You right. Know? I, was, right. I, was, I was. I was just chilling. But. <laughs> Talk about that guy. <laughs> Go look him up. He's on. I just, I just gave you what you and need to he, Google. And, and and he held. He 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 was in. He, he was on me. He was on me because he was uh because he was high profile. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's where the high profile person. That's where I was mm. at. That, that, I was in the same spot Suge Knight was at, but mm. previously for me to get in there, they had. Because uh, there was a rumor Suge Knight tried to sign you at one point. Shit, you trying to sign everybody at one point. Yeah, I would assume right, for right. sure. Tell me about that, short before you he leave up out here. From the Bay too. Yeah. Yeah, they put me in a jail where Chris Brown was at and shit. That was in that jail. It, right. was, it was just chill jail. Chill, right. man. You get TV right in front of your cell. They mm. just, you know, niggas just mm. nobody fuck with you. Mm. But um, Suge Knight came to me like he came to everybody else. You right. know, I'm doing my own thing. I'm independent. I've, you know, I've never, uh-huh. had, I never had a boss. I've never been signing nobody. Right. And uh, he just said, um, he said, the West Coast is, he said, death row is home to the West Coast. <laughs> 
I know where like, this is going. Let's go. Like, yeah, I'm like, for mm-hmm. sure, for sure. You know, you know, and you knew where it was going sure, too, right? Sure. <laughs> so he's like, he's like, man, c- come on over to Death Row. I'll get you off jive. Wait, yeah. hold on. I need you to say that one more time. How you said it? Come on, come on over to Death Row. It sounded like it. Sound like the Sauce Awards. Just make some noise for that. I get you off jive. He said, come on over to Death Row. So you know, I ain't, I'm not a scary nigga. Right. Because I fuck with some real niggas that we right. don't, we have no reason to be scared. Right. And then um. Right. I'm a smart nigga. But where's so, this at? We're, 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 we're in a fucking nightclub in, uh, in Atlanta. In a, wait, well, Shug was in Atlanta. And you was running Atlanta at that time because you was like the was, first person to bust Atlanta. Fa- I was a factor in the city. I was, you okay. know. I and fuck, he still I with said, come on over to death row. Yeah, and um, it wasn't me. He wasn't being a bully. He was right. saying this shit like two niggas talking. He was right. like, you know. He Matt, was actually a cool dude, actually. He, he was being, right. I could see it that it was like a push kind of because the mm. nigga actually kind of probably put a little weight. Like, like you know, right. like he didn't, he didn't, it wasn't a, no kind of threat, but he kind of like, I felt a little weight. Like, right. I think it was like, at the time he said it, mm. I'm like leaning. So, so he's kind of pushing up on me a little bit, mm-hmm. but in, in a friendly kind of way. And I just said, um, I was like, man. I ain't, trying right. to, I ain't trying to rap no more, man. I'm, I'm starting to label. I'm about to be, I'm do my label. That, I'm that's to where I'm at it. right now. I ain't trying to rap no more. Okay. But you know, that was like 1995 or some shit. It's so 20 years later, man, I'm still rapping. Because I also heard Jay-Z try to sign you, too. Nah, I, that, Jay never tried to sign me. Jay, Jay just would always call me to do some work with him. He, oh, yeah? yeah oh, he, so that, that room was false. He never tried to sign me. I probably right. would have. You probably would I probably would have went that route because just, you know, just to be around... That environment. No, they, they respect you like a motherfucker. Yeah, I would, Everybody I, respect you. Short, just in case you don't know. I would talk. Let me let me just let me just tell you, you are well respected, well connected. We I, love you on the East Coast to the West Coast to the Middle South. Route, man, we walked that route down South. You are a guy who laid out the platform for all of us to do it. You still as cool as hell. I can't believe how cool you are. Still, you was a motherfucker. Hey, I'm gonna be honest. When the interview is over, I'm just going to ask you, how can I be as cool as you? <laughs> That's all I want to do. Like, I want to ask you, because you're the coolest guy. You, you like, how, 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 how you do that? Like, and you still love the game. Like, I keep asking you in different ways. Like, why, would, so, why are you the guy that say, so, look, fuck man, hip-hop? I told you, I used, I used to be in the studio right. with the OGs. My first studio experience was some old professional mm. niggas. Mm. And these niggas had, some of them, you know, was in it. Some of them. That came and went, and you know they, they talked about the days when they toured the world and they was in the right. band or whatever. Right. And the nigga said, um, one of the niggas was a, was one of the members of the Dramatics. He was one of the oh, niggas, shit. but he was one of the niggas that got kicked out the group. <laughs> and he he experienced a few hit records and and you know nigga toured and then he, and then the shit left him. Mm. And he was like, man, he was like, dude, whatever you do, he was like, he said, man, I feel like you're gonna be somebody. He was like, to you, yeah. He okay. was like, whatever you do, when you make it. Mm. He said, don't forget to have fun. And I kind of like took that shit. That's life. I just kind of like took that shit and kind of adapted it in my own way. That okay, we we going on our first tour. We ain't you know niggas is out there deep, that deeper shit. Right. Niggas is out there complaining. Right. Fucking you know I mean we, right. we 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 love LL, but LL used to not talk to rappers. Mm. Nigga didn't want to be friends with you. Wow. I'm talking about I don't give a fuck where you was from. Niggas like I don't like rappers. He wouldn't hang out. I've been on tours with LL. Yeah, he went on different. Oh my god. Big tour. Huge story. Yeah, that nigga. He would. He had it rigged so that he could get from his dressing room to the stage, and you couldn't even. You wouldn't even see him. They was Mm. uh, different ways to get in there and shit, man. Wow. But I'm just saying, uh, I just I was the opposite of that type of shit. Where I just was like, man, I'm about to go in everybody's dressing room. 
We gonna smoke. We gonna chop it up. Life. You know what I'm saying? I'm, fu- I'm fucking with everybody. I'm, you know. Nah, that's, that, that's been a rumor about you. Is like, nigga, I used to go. Tripping. I used to do a show. Uh huh. Fifteen thousand motherfuckers in the crowd. I would get off stage, and then it, I was on tour. Like the first tour I went on, NWA, mm. the, the one in the movie, straight out. Wait, time out, time out, time out. Let's break that down because you can't. You're saying it very nonchalant. Yeah, hold on, hold on. The one in the movie, obviously. But, but he said it's so too cool. He said the one in the movie. Yo, listen, listen. This is this is crazy. This set set hip hop. This is the one with the cops shut down and that, that, that whole era. You was on that tour. I'm the group that went on right before NWA. Get that's the fuck Easy E called me. Was like, let's go on tour. You seen it? That's oh, amazing. Man. We gotta make some noise. Yeah. Let's make some noise. Right there, yeah, you make me forget my story now, man. Nah, you went on tour with uh, NWA. That was it. I was, was that about. was your first tour? But what, no, he was talking about how you interact with the crowd. Yeah, I'm telling you, I used to go on stage, mm-hmm. do my show, 15, right. 20,000 motherfuckers, and right after I get off stage, I grab one of the homies because uh-huh. you bring too many, or if you bring security or something, you're gonna cause a, a cause a fuss. Uh-huh. Right after the show, in between my show and NWA, I would walk through the whole fucking crowd, lights on. Uh-huh. And walk through people. You know, back then niggas didn't have no camera phone. Right, right, niggas, right. Well, niggas didn't have Different a pen. Niggas just, niggas just would like just be like, man, I, you know, right. just hey, what's up? Right. And I just just want a pound. Me. They just want to give you a pound. People would say, "Well, your security." I'm like, "Nigga, you my security, nigga. You finna mm. do something to me?" Like, <laughs> you know, you know, Reggie and them did that shit. And Keith Murray and Red Man, yeah. they, right, yeah, yeah, them niggas what security nothing. They just walk around yeah. anywhere, yeah, yeah, yeah. any fucking crowd. I, I do the same right. shit. Right. I just test it out. I've never. No, but short. You was a. Like a king Man. of a whole coast. It's different. And you still to this day walk around the same way. It's cause uh it's the love, man. It's the love. You be somewhere Let's and, uh, make some noise for the love, goddammit. <laughs> Let's make some noise for the love. Hey. You be somewhere and somebody said, Hey man, you did you did something something. You made a song with my right. little brother. Mm. And blah, blah, something, something. Just you made a song, my little brother. Some random ass rapper somewhere. Niggas like nigga. All these niggas over here, these my niggas. You good in here, right? Because I made a song with his little brother. Right. So, so we good that night. Nah, you always been good, man. It's the love. Short, I don't know what kind of. Well, I don't know what kind of deal you made with God. <laughs> but listen, it's, it's, I don't. I don't care where neighborhood is at. It's the pay it forward short. philosophy, man. You got to pay it. You believe in that? You, but you learn a lot of shit in it's life. Karma, it's, I'm, I'm just talking about the knowledge. I ain't talking about material things. I'm just talking mm. about the knowledge. You got to give mm. it to everybody who deserves it, man. Mm. Pass the shit on. You learn a lot of shit. Mm. I feel like niggas could have gave me a lot of, you know, shortcuts. Could have helped me when I was a young nigga. Right. You know, you know, but to, they didn't help you, so you now you want to help other people. Yeah, say. but you know, some people did help. You got to okay. you, you gonna have this live and learn shit. Everybody mm-hmm. got to go through their journey. But help niggas, man. This past the game on a little bit. I we, think we gotta make noise for help niggas. God yeah, damn it. Help <laughs> niggas, man. Help motherfucking niggas, man. Yeah. Listen, and you know what, short. You're such a great guy. Yo, when you was on Jive, I, I, I believe you called me. I did a record with you for your album, mm-hmm. correct? I forget. What was the name of the album? I forget. You can't fuck with us. Oh, that's what it was. You can't oh, fuck with oh, us. Oh, that's what it was. Wait, wait, wait time out, time out. It's Haz on point? Haz is Google. Hold on, hold on. I'm doing my job. What's the name? You can't fuck with us. Who else was on there with us? Petey Pablo. Petey Pablo. Petey Pablo. He just came home, too. So you just like fucking with street niggas. Because, I mean, how did you know to fuck with me? Because I was a foul nigga 
at that time. You still are. I, I might have been. You still are. I might have been platinum, but I was a foul the, nigga the, on the, the point, street. The point of the song was niggas who are niggas who are reputable in their own, own area. <laughs> right. Just, and, just, and it was like yeah, you know, because I was so I was I was so honored, but I was like, do he know I'm? I'm like, I, I might shoot somebody when I leave no, the look, studio. You can't make like, a, you can't make a statement. You can't <laughs> fuck with us if there's no us. Who you, mm, you, you had high five? High five. So you knew. Come on, man. You knew what you do, and then Petey Pablo did a jail time like. This is a. This I, is, I know in in North Carolina where he's from, <laughs> yeah. the, the city rides with him. And look yeah, at that, yeah, yeah, nigga. Yeah. This, this the, the city. I have I have done concerts. Like you know, you go to a city, probably like mm-hmm. an hour and a half, two hour drive from where you from. Mm-hmm. I have done concerts and took damn near all of Oakland with me. Mm-hmm. We, nigga, we show up a thousand deep, like, mm-hmm. and they like, uh, <laughs> like no, nigga, we all coming in, <laughs> it's motherfucking, it's motherfucking right. Nigga, we, nigga, we do that. We still do that to this day. Yeah, we do to that. this day. To this day, I'm a foul uh, nigga like that. They just ask me how many I got. I'd be like four, and then when I show up, I'd be like four hundred. I'd be like, I said four. <laughs> four hundred <laughs> is light, actually. I said four. Yeah, four hundred is light. Yeah, but too short, man. I I can't thank you enough for so just good. coming out, sitting down, you know, being a great sport about it. All this is about is just hip hop fans getting to understand and 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 hear these stories. But before you go. I want to say, how did you and E Forty ever hit, hook up? Because he's another, uh, yeah, yeah, Bay Area. yeah legend. E Forty, and because that's that's still your younger homie. Yeah, I'm, I'm a little, I'm a little old. I got him by a couple okay. years, two, two okay. or three. Okay, E Forty and his uh-huh. brother D Shot, okay, was in the game. They were street niggas. Okay, and you know they they dabbled. They 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 just they moved some weight around. Mm. So that that's what dabble means. Yeah, they was dabbling. We, we learned something today. Let's make let's make notice you're learning something today. <laughs> dabbling, goddammit. They, they probably did a little more than dabbling. That okay. was just dabbling was just playing around. Dabbling was just a little bit. Little, yeah, they, they, okay, yeah. I was just trying to be a PC. All right, that's okay. That's okay. So um they actually used to do business with my niggas who I rode with to this day, my nigga niggas, my niggas. Right. Right. They was they was youngsters getting money right. together. Right. So there's a thing in the bay where you kinda um you know, we we over here in Oakland, thirty mm. miles over in Vallejo. These Vallejo niggas and these Oakland niggas is like, all right, we're gonna get down together. Right. Then you got a city like Richmond, mm. and Richmond, that's where Master P came. Yeah, so Richmond niggas and Oakland niggas is like, they don't really fuck with each other. It's okay. not no gang shit, but it's just like right. we just a little too wild to be friends because it never right. it never turns out good. Y'all too wild mm. to be friends with us. We too wild, so mm. we kind of try to either avoid each other or it's just it's just it's just maniac, right. maniac shit. So um, okay. So Vallejo niggas and Oakland niggas always been like kind of like sister city type shit. So we uh them niggas fuck with us. Right. And E40 was my homie forever and ever and ever and ever. But we never right. made songs together. We just, we was just homies. We was the same. We'd see each other, the clicks. Everybody know each other. I know right. all his little brothers. I know his sister. I know the whole shit before we ever made a song. Wow. And we did a, a concert one of those radio stations, Summer Jams. Mm. Summer Jam. Summer Jam. Mm. And the niggas um they had uh it was uh, you ever heard the Loonies? Yeah, of course of I course. did. Okay, so the Loonies had I, a friend. I, I, I'm offended that you sure yeah, asked. Of, <laughs> of course I heard the Loonies. Okay, yeah, so the Loonies, my homies, right. my young homies. Who, got five they, on it. they come from the cloth, man. They come from what right. I'm what I'm from, the trinkle down, the game. The niggas who put out their records was my homies. I they, love they his like slang. He said the trinkle down. That was yeah. crazy. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but I'm going to take it. I'm going to take his slang. I'm going to make it. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to make it make something. They come from that. So, um... So the Loonies had this song out called Player Hater, and they st- they was mad at me about this whole story. I can't tell you. They was mad at right. me on some on some inside shit. Right. And they said some shit about me in the song. They said that's why the town got rid of Short. 
And they said it a year after I moved to Atlanta. So they insinuated and started this little buzz that maybe the loonies was like, nigga, you got to move out of town. Nigga, you, got, you can't be in Oakland no more. They some wow. shit. So I'm in Atlanta having the time of my life, still wow. mad as fuck at this bullshit. Wow. So the radio station is holding what would be the Hot 97 wow. Summer Jam. It's, it's 106 in Atlanta, in, in, the, in, in, uh, in, in, uh, in Oakland, in, in Oakland. the Bay. It's, it's uh, KBL 106 wow. Summer Jam. And I'm, I'm the nigga who the radio station came to when they first started doing Summer Jam and said, hey, we need to like get some urban support. Can you be on the show? And I'm like, cool, I'm with you. So I'm, I'm like feeling like this kind of, they're supposed to be my friends. I helped these niggas. It right. was a rock station. Wow. And turned into an urban station. And they asked niggas like me, can you come help us win over the community? So I'm like, that shit means something. Mm-hmm. And they played this record and put it in rotation where it said, that's why the town got rid of short. One line. Damn. And that was the loonies. Yeah, and I'm okay. like, I'm like a nigga like this. I'm like, nigga, you don't. You, it's not. It's, not, it's zero disrespect. It's not gonna fucking happen. It's just not. We don't walk away from this shit. We, uh, I'm not gonna rap about you. So, right. nigga, something's gonna happen. So, I called the radio station. I was like, yeah, I'm coming to the concert. They, they didn't want me on the show, of course. Right. They, they told me, um, you know, I moved to Atlanta. We, we kind of like supporting the local artists and shit. You moved away. So wow. I'm like, well, I just want to come see the show. They gave me four sticker passes. That's the shit you put in your chest. Yeah, nigga, we okay. rolled up there about 60 niggas. <laughs> four niggas in, one nigga out. Four right. more niggas in, one huh. nigga out. He came out with the three passes. Right. With the extra right. three, nigga. We still by, do that. By, yeah. Damn. By, Make by, some noise for too short of it. Invented a slime pass. That's called a slime code. So, okay. before they realized what had happened, we 60 East Oakland niggas in the concert, no authorization. We just in there, nigga, and we being, right. we being real cool. All right. We ain't got no problem, but it's 60 niggas, 60 right. grimy niggas, and I'm requesting shit. Right. I'm like, nigga, I need for y'all to walk me out on the stage and tell the crowd, me and the loonies gonna tell the crowd, it ain't nothing but love. And we right. just, it just had to happen. Right. And they was like, oh, we gonna do this and this and this and that, and they wouldn't do it. And I'm like, The loonies. The loonies was with it. They were the little homies. They, okay. they, they, Shout out to Yuck Mouth. They, oh, right. yeah, they walked up to us and they was like, man, what we got to do, whatever. The concert people wouldn't, wouldn't let it happen. I'm like, oh, you're saying the I'm car? Like, okay. we got to kill this motherfucking shit. Ain't nobody right. telling about the loonies is my enemies and we running right. away. We're going to just walk out and just say, it's just love. All right. That's all I wanted to tell the people. Right. And they was like, no, nah, I wouldn't do it. So we, had, we sat down. Well, let me, let us holler at the, the manager. The manager, nigga, my nigga, uh, CNH is my nigga. It's uh-huh. my homie. Right. And we went in this back room. We we supposed to be hollering and one of the concert promoters. We back there and then the shit get out of hand. Niggas niggas uh lumped up the Looney's manager a little bit. Oh, shit. Mm. And we didn't know this is where it was going. But yeah. <laughs> so the nigga yeah. got lumped up and curled all up and shit and all this shit and it, it wasn't even real ass for but it was just like a blue 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 like nigga. Okay, a blue blue blue. Yeah, 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 shut up the We bullshit. heard about those. Mr. Bullshit. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. So we walk out, now we got the mob. The mob is not satisfied. They uh-huh. like kind of hungry, and then we walk through the crowd, and we just like we not doing nothing to nobody, but we just not happy, mm. and we kind of moving around, and it just we went and we went and like took a little section, you know, like you make niggas like just take their shit. Uh-huh. We took a little section. We gonna watch the next act. Somebody come on the scene, and then uh-huh. everybody that was just the powers that be just didn't like what they saw. They just mm. didn't like it. That they just it was just nervousness, and they canceled the show. They canceled like the last two acts. They wow. canceled, uh, it must have been like the Isley Brothers and E-40. E-40 was headlining, uh, 25, 30,000 And you people. had never met E-40 at No, we was time? homies. Oh, okay. We was homies. Nigga, I got your number. My That's my nigga. Uh, and they uh, canceled the show. Wow. E-40 had spent like maybe like, you know, a lot of grip on some special show he was going to do with right. today, the big show of the summer, and right. they canceled it. Uh, and they went and told the nigga, we canceled you because it's too short. 
Now, mind you, ah. we wasn't we wasn't fighting, we wasn't mobbing, we wasn't fucking with the people. We just we just kind of like did the little thing in the back back area oh. and left, right. watching the show. But they were nervous that they couldn't control the shit. So, but you had had not met E Forty prior to rap. I knew E40 before we was rapping. I knew okay. while we was early days. The early days, we okay. was just like, what's up, nigga? Like, it wasn't... Yeah. Back in the day, niggas didn't rap together. Right, didn't exactly, about, exactly. We'd make a record with you. We wasn't, yeah, yeah. We wasn't, that wasn't even an idea. Right, you Make right. your album, I make my album. Exactly. So it's... we just was, what's up? We hang out, whatever. Right. We was tied a little bit with D-Shot. D-Shot's his little brother. That's my nigga. Right. 40, 40's my nigga. But but that's D-Shot. not be legit. Nope. D-Shot's 40's... The, the click. They was in the click. Okay. So... Monday morning comes, the radio uh-huh. station, the, the show was probably like Saturday or Sunday. Monday morning mm-hmm. comes, the radio station does a fake caller pretending to be too short. No way. And the nigga calls up, he's like, nigga, yeah, nigga, niggas didn't want to let me on stage, nigga. I don't give a fuck if it was E40, E1000, nigga, if short don't get on stage, nobody. The nigga's calling, talking shit on the morning show. Wow. And, th- and this not Sway. They, this Sway was probably going by then. Okay, cool. And they doing this joke. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's a bitch down there that's the program director or something. This bitch is sending out faxes and emails saying, Too Short is violent, sure. ban, ban the nigga from rap and don't wow. ever play his music. All kind wow. of shit. So I'm like... Trying to blackball you. So I'm like, I'm taking this shit personal. Then, then, then the fucking phone rings. I don't even know the shit was on the air. Right. I don't even know the air. E-40 called me. Right. He was like, nigga, was you on the radio this morning? I'm like, nah, nigga. He's like, nigga, you didn't do such such such. I'm like, nah, man. So uh, the niggas like, we, we stand up niggas. The uh, niggas say, so you telling me? You didn't call the radio say you say I said, nigga, I don't know. Nah. He said, uh, oh, okay. And then he started spitting the game to me. E-40's a real gamed up nigga. Right. So he started spitting. He's like, the radio station's trying to play games with us. Blah, blah, this and that. He's like, man, this, these folks, you know, we started talking about how much money he spent on his set. They didn't get into the show, and they personally told him it was too stretch fault. He was like, right. man, we not finna turn this in the neck because we know who we are. Mm. Yo niggas, my niggas, we know. We not finna do that. We finna, uh-huh. He said, let's get in the studio and make some music. We made a song called Rapper's Ball. Uh-huh. And it's like, that was like a big record for us. That's the first record mm. we ever made. And big record for your city. Big record for the Bay, yeah. It was, it was huge. It, it went everywhere. And, mm-hmm. and basically, the shit of, of a you know, corporate-type structure of motherfuckers in an office room trying to play some real niggas against each other kind of mm-hmm. made us tighter than we ever been. And mm-hmm. we kind of, we, we were cool as fuck. But after right. that, we made record after record after record. We started talking on the phone every other day. We kind of mm-hmm. like walking each other through each other's albums and shit. Niggas don't know. We was on Jive, and we never really dropped in the same quarter. Right. So we would be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Crit- both, both bad. We'd be bad critiquing each other's bad. albums while we making them. I'm like, mm, yeah, you finna hit them hard, nigga. Hell yeah, like you know. <laughs> mm, mm. And then I'm listening to him going, oh shit, I gotta get there and go hard because this nigga mm. going about to about to knock me off, you know. Mm. So we kind of being friends and competitors, we kind of held each other down each on other on, uh, on keeping it keeping that shit hardcore. Wow, like, like wow, for real. So before we get up out of here, Let's was go. you in the session with Big? When you made the record? Oh, when the Remy's in my system, ain't oh. no telling that. I was, in the, I was in the room. I was in the room. He nigga. was in the room. Yeah. That's when his legs was hurting shit. He be sitting down rapping and shit. Oh, ah. shit. Hell yeah. And then how about with Jay? Did y'all send the session? I, I did that session with Jay. Um, it was all good just a week ago. I did that shit. Um, I, I did the other song. Uh, remember I was on... Um, uh, Real niggas do real things. Yeah. I don't know the words. Mm. I, I was on that song. He really wanted Scarface on that song. And and back then, them niggas, uh, 
it was that shit where them niggas used to love Tupac so much. Right. It was like UGK and, and niggas, certain right. niggas, they love Tupac so much. They're like, man, I ain't work with nobody from New York. I just, you know, it was just, nah. it was just, it was short. It, let me stop you right there. We love Short in New York. Let's make some noise <laughs> for Short in New York. <laughs> He's trying to be humble right now. He's trying no, to be humble. I used nah. to, but now look, I used to be telling niggas like this, man. Right. I, I, I talked to the niggas, Scarface, all the niggas, they asked niggas, right. real talk. Back in the right. day, I'm like, nigga, go to New York. Right. It's gonna take your career to a new level. Yeah. Them niggas fuck with you. And right. we didn't we didn't know. Somebody had to tell you. Like right. I say, pass it on. Right. I didn't know, nigga. I'm on the elevator and the nigga bell hop saying, mm. I ain't never heard of you, man. Why you why you got on jury? Like who was you? Mm. I said, nigga, I'm too short now. I sold a million mm. records. Mm. And nigga, like the bell hop, the bell and the, I mean uh, Hotel New York. Nigga like, no, you didn't, nigga. Wow. <laughs> wow. Never I never heard wow. of you. You couldn't have sold a million records. See, this is the crazy shit is <laughs> is, is, is is you know what, what side are you telling? Because we always felt like, you know, we showed y'all love. And I like, told the bellman, nigga, yeah. I do shows with Big Daddy Kane. That nigga right. said, nah, I know yeah. you lying. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and you did do shows with Big yeah, Daddy yeah, Kane. Yeah, I did a lot of shows right. with Kane. Wow, wow. wow. Bismarck. That's just, Those tours were just, crazy. <laughs> wow, wow. Bismarck is my nigga, man. That's my I'm my homie. Like, I, I fuck right. with a lot of motherfuckers. Jam Master J was my nigga. That's my nigga. Like, yeah, that was crazy. Way back when. He was, God bless him. God bless him. Yo, Too Short got the craziest stories, man. We, we just made seven. Let's make some noise for Too Short. Yeah, man. Coming out, hanging out. I was there. You were there. I told you, I just turned 50, nigga. I know some shit. KRS1 told us he turned 50 and he pulled out an AARP card. <laughs> Do you have an AARP card? Free bagels at Denny's. You, you got an AARP card? No. Let's no. see what kind of card. Let me, let me see what kind of card you got. Let me see what kind of card. Yo, we need Sunny here. Where's Sunny at? <laughs> Woo! Cannabis car, goddammit. <laughs> Look at that. Look at that. Let's make some noise for Too Short being a super smoker. Oh! And my shit. And my shit. Yo, Short. I can't thank you so much, man. Listen, I, I can never repay you for this because I don't know um, if people understand what this is. There's people from the Bay Area. There's people from South Central. There's people from New York. They all want to know your story. And right now, I mean, in a hip-hop way. When mm -hmm. I say they know your story, but in a hip-hop way. We're not journalists. We don't Google yeah. shit. We sit there. <laughs> just a conversation. I, I, I'm going to be honest. I don't know how to Google, but I do know how to get the porn sites. Just figure that out. You know, yeah. yeah, that's <laughs> it. hamster. Yeah, that's it. That's it. But And and we sit here with hip-hop legend. We had Karis one sitting right there. This is correct. Right there. Right there. Karis one was right there. And uh, I was, I was, I was about Jive Records. More, some more Jive Records. He was on Jive the whole yeah, time. He was on Jive yeah, Records. Yeah. Uh, we got Q-Tip that's coming to the uh, podcast. Another, another Jive Records. Jive Records exactly. has some shit. That's why I'm bringing it up. Rest in peace, um, Five Dog. Rest in peace to Five Dog. Exactly. And um, I can't thank you enough, my brother. Yeah, I really appreciate this. I was so excited. My brother DJ EFN told me, he said, yo, man, you know what I'm saying? Too Short is coming. And I, 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 I don't know if you felt it when he was on the phone, but I kept going like this. Uh, I, heard, I, heard where, where, I heard it. I didn't yo, know where it did that come from, Short? Because like, yeah. every time I hear your name, I keep popping my collar. Is that cool? Yeah, that's a that's that's, that's a pimp gesture. That's, that's a straight. pimp gesture. Yeah, so, like, so you, you like every time I, if, I, if I'm not like, yeah. if, like like if I'm in um like if I'm in like Tucson, Arizona, and they say you want the too short um ribs or the too like, no, short. The, the older pimps used to wear the suits. Lobster, and, and I go like this. Yeah, you good? Right, I'm good. I'm good. All right, <laughs> cool. older, I want to make older, sure. The older pimps used to wear suits and shit, man. They, they really used to pop their collars. So, that, so they, they, had, they had collars. You don't have. Wait, a collar. wait. How did you know where the popping collar came from? So you had these certain characters that um they 
the whole time they talking to you. They, it's like mm. the nigga is so clean. He's just like, and you know, man, when I was doing this, I just do like this, and I just and they just pop it, and it's just like, what kind of style you got? Like, nigga, I order this picture, and they talk like that the whole time they talking to you. Right. When they get and tell it, or after they tell the, it? While the nigga just walk up talking to you. Niggas talking oh, and popping. okay. Like, my nigga, my nigga, you know what I'm just doing? You know what I'm saying? Like, am I doing you it see, correct? See, you see sure, me? Sure, Give me right. Am I doing it correct when I'm doing it? Well, oh, you wasn't popping the, your collar right there. You, no, you got the, you got the one right. hand popped together. Two, All right. The two, the two hand, like, you, let me look at you. Let me see you do it. I don't you know you really got to be wearing a collar shirt, though. You got to pop your it's collar. You need a collar, man. You need a collar. Fuck a collar, man. Show me, show me, show me, show me, show me. I need to tell you something else. Okay. I told you. Okay. I come from a different cloth of the niggas with I come from the finesse niggas. You don't necessarily have to. Do a lot of exterior because right. you, you sitting there quietly. You told the bitch what to do, mm. and you just sitting there quiet. You don't you don't have to brag on it. You ain't you got another blank. Come on, sir. you feel me? Okay. Yeah. So you, it's, it's, I'm, I, come, I, I admire those kind of cats. I took on that that style of just not. But, but do they pop? They call her. You kind of don't. You don't do the loud. Rhyme. You don't rhyme. Mm. You don't rhyme. You don't fucking dress too loud. You just mm. kind of like you run that game. And you. So, so sure, if I could be a temporary mm-hmm. pimp for like mm-hmm. one day, could you coach me? I'm, I've been telling you all day. <laughs> <laughs> I just gave you so I much. Just Anthony Robbins of Pimpin' Rags. You know, you know I, I, I keep trying to tell I'm y'all. I'm telling you now, man. It's, 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 when the bitch chose me, I didn't know what to do after it, that. I was it, like, oh, shit. She actually chose. Does the, does the chick ever pimp the dudes? Is it the gigolos? Does that happen? You, you will yeah. never become a boss pimp unless a bitch turns you out first. You could think anything you want, but she. I got confused right yeah, now. I'm, I'm, mad, I'm mad confused. Right, say, break okay, that down. let's go like this. You never uh-huh. pimped a hoe before, and you're mm. going gonna to turn a bitch out for the first time. So she's just getting turned out, and you just getting turned out. Y'all, uh-huh. What the oh, fuck yeah. y'all going to do together? Mm. A, a hoe who never hoed and a pimp who never pimped. Somebody got to give you that game. You got to go get your feet wet the best time. <laughs> let's make some noise yeah. for me being in school. That's, that is real shit. That is real shit. The best time you ever gonna get is the first. You, you gonna get a, first, you, you might get a little junior hoe. She like I do it for you. She might be fumbling junior around. Ho. Junior hoe. She I might like be fumbling this. around. But is that the high first, school hoe? And then does the that, first make, time does you that make you a junior pimp? So you gonna knock another? You, you the new young pimp. You the new young pimp. You gonna knock another, another niggas bitch who been getting it. Mm. She coming over. You like this bitch? I've been having ain't never hoe like this. You got a super right. hoe now, right. and you like oh shit. When once you got a super hoe uh-huh. and you adapt, you can't. Go read some of them books, man. You, Holy you, shit, this is super and you, hoes. And you sit there, and you ad- you ain't never letting her know that you can't hang with her, but you, you pimping your way into it. Uh-huh. The next hoe you get, you're going to be harder and harder and harder. Like, you, you know, you, you mm. learn some shit from that super hoe. You learn. That's why when we the females teaching the dude. You had the junior hoe, and you was like, oh, she bring me a little something. Now you got a super hoe. you like, then every hoe after that, you like, do you fucking know what hoe it is? That's why when Bishop Don Juan, he gave me a famous player yeah. card. I, I wanted to give it back. I said, I, you guys are complicated. This is very complicated. But Y'all you, lifestyle is very hard style. But the famous player card, it's not a famous pimp card. It's just for the players, man. Because okay. they, they all know. The difference. I, it's a difference. It's just different. Players. Is they all different? know I don't really be out there trying to pimp hoes and shit. I don't. I never. Mm. Same way I didn't sell. So you still just pimping promoters. Same let's way. Make I, some, let's make a high five for you pimping promoters still. Come on, everybody make some noise. Oh! Okay. This is what happens when you're too short. I mean, no. I'm at the club in Las Vegas, mm-hmm. hanging with my folks at the table. Mm. The bitch walks up to me and hands me like seventeen, eighteen hundred, and said, "You're the reason why I'm home," and walked away. She didn't tell me her motherfucking name. I didn't even see what she gave me until she was out of sight. I look, I was like, "Nigga, a bitch just walked up to me and had to be this." 
And then what did you do with the seventeen hundred? Let's keep it real. We bought it. We just we spent it. We, we, gave, we, gave, it back to, we gave it back Let's to the game. Let's make some noise. Too short. Keep it the ghetto. Keep it the ghetto. Too short. Give it back, give it back to the game, man. And, you, and, and she never introduced her name. I couldn't tell you what her face was. I could never tell you. I don't even know. I don't know. Get Yo, listen. Let me tell you something. We got the legend too short in here. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. She paid it back to the game. Man. I tried to pimp until the pimping came to me. Once the pimping came to me, I didn't know what off. to do with the you bitch. You turned off. You turned and off. And then pimping and them niggas was like, "You gave me your bitch." Well, don't juju. I said, "Nah." But anybody, I, I, anybody that's listening, I knew enough to not to know to give them my bitch. Anybody that's listening, <laughs> so I, I gave the bitch to like trading cards. Like, yeah, I gave the bitch to like um like the C. Or something, I threw her in the seat. I'm sorry. I apologize. Now, anybody yeah. that's listening, uh-huh. just remember this. Don't don't listen to shit about some pimp rules and shit. And, yeah, yeah, fuck and that. And think you're going to wake up and try to be a pimp. Tell it's em. not something em, that Sean. you do. It's not something that you adapt to lifestyle. You mm. know, just like anything you do, you become an expert. You know. It's just it's mm. in you. It's in you. Yeah, pimping one I'm going to tell you right now, I, I love the art of it, but it's not in me. I don't like have the pimping yeah. powers. I don't, yeah, the passion that you see in me for, for hip hop and music and the That's lifestyle. You. And I, I don't have that passion for pimping. Right. Nah, nah, nah. nah. But you had the passion more for hip hop than pimping. I love the art of the pimp game. It's it's a beautiful thing. If you, mm. you know, what what is the best profession after pimping? If you've been a pimp, rapping. No hell no. What do what? I'm preaching. saying what? Thank you. That's what most pimps do. They start preaching. Preaching? Yeah, yeah preaching. God damn, this is related. Damn. Yeah, yeah. You got you. You got to listen. Oh, the last like level of hustling <laughs> is being is owning a church. That's the last <laughs> that, level that, that of makes hustling. Me not want to be I'm religious. Not, I'm not laughing. I'm not laughing at Christianity. I'm laughing at preaching, man. No, no, no. That is the last. Listen, every real hustler, last hustle is being a preacher. I'm just telling you that. The preacher's pimping his congregation. Who gives a fuck? That's the last level of hustle. Let's make some noise for that guy there. Well, no, I'm, I'm going to put it to you another way. Now, yeah. let's say um, throughout your life, the way you learned how to be a pimp was that mm-hmm. you figured, I have the gift of gab. You told that to yourself. I know, the gift of gab is your main weapon in pimping, mm-hmm. unless, unless you're a gorilla pimp. Sounds you, like you just talk your way Gorilla pimp it. is the punch of facing the bitch so, pimp. Huh? As you as you stare in the ugly face of pimping, you see a fucking hoe die on the job or some shit, murdered, mm-hmm. or, or a junkie hoe overdoses, mm-hmm. just the bitch life get fucked off and she end up in prison you never see again. Like, you know, mm-hmm. just the, the ugly side of it. The, the dark shit, side. The, the shit that fucks you up in the head. Because mm-hmm. you've seen how you took this little innocent girl who was a waitress. And you sent her on the block. And you fucking see what she ended up being and you like, damn, how am I in the eyes of God right. if I did this to her? And right. you start feeling like a fucking monster. Like, it ain't for everybody in right. the long run. Right. So, what do you do? You, find, you fucking step to the light. And you, mm. you go to the church and you start fucking really realizing that, damn, I've been walking the wrong path. And then you end up being a fucking preacher That's five, ten years it. later. But the main thing is, why are you a good preacher? Because from day one, you had to give the gab. You give had the motherfucking gab. swag. Some That's why Bishop Don Juan, so old man like, churches. It ain't like if a, if a pimp turned preacher, he's not he's not being wicked. or he's not. Be, he might just really have went that path where he looked mm. at that ugly shit. And he and, saw it. And he went the other way. Well, so you know what I'm saying? Some but, of them might be wicked. Yeah, it might be, but I'm just they saying. Know they don't get money. We, I don't want to be just saying some shit where it, it real shit, though. That shit gets ugly. I, I know a church boy right now that pimped his ass off, and the only reason why he's a church boy cause, is because of what he saw in pimping. Mm. Fucked him up. Let's make some noise for the shit that fucked him up. Uh, <laughs> come on, come on, come on. <laughs> can we end on that man? Let's make some noise for the shit that yo, fucked yo, him yo, up. Yo, 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 yo. Too short. I just want to make, I, file a disclaimer on this uh, fly yeah, ass pimping yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This shit, yeah, yeah. This shit listen, ain't listen, always listen, I'm not going to lie. He wants a disclaimer right I'm now. I'm not going to lie. 
If you listen to Too Short Speech, yeah. you could pimp tomorrow. If you listen, listen. Yeah. I fucked up when the bit. Like I listen. Now you was a horrible pimp. Let's just now stand I was up a and say that right pimp. now. Like I went and I said, "Yo, bitch, you you got to choose or lose." And the bitch said, "I chose." As soon as she chose me, I was like, "Oh shit!" She what thought about I, pimping you at that point. What did I do for me? Yeah. What did I do for me? And I was fucked up. Pimp Juju, uh, Pimp McKen. Uh, uh, Bishop Don Juan. They, they was they, they was, was all trying to knock was, my they bitch. Like, they was like vultures. But I was holding it down because I was like, they can't knock my bitch because I seen I seen the documentaries. So I was like, I'm not gonna knock my bitch. But as soon as I left, I, I just left her alone, and that was it. So yeah, I knew I can I can. There's it. two things you got to do to to yeah. establish yourself. You, you have to you have to get a choosing fee, and you have to at least send wait, it. Wait, wait, a, a choosing fee? <laughs> what is that? That's when she pays you to be with you. So you mean to tell me as soon as she chose me, I should have said, "Bitch, a lot of pay a, up." A lot of pimps set the bar kind of, kind of, kind of steep. If you ask me, I don't know. They mm. like you know, it's like five, ten racks. I heard five racks is a Whoa. good going. Oh, I could have got, t- I could have got, got signing bonus if you could have got a signing bonus. You're short. We ran my whole life. You're short. Start answering your phone, man. Look, we were gonna exchange numbers. I was playing the wrong game for a long time. You mean I can get ten bags? Yeah, we get ten bags. Yo, sure. Thank you so much for being a great sport. Come on out here, having us, man. Uh, look, look, look. Uh, mm. I'm just saying, man. It look like I had Karis one right there. It look like you drinking a mai tai. It it's not like a mai tai. It looks like it. Yo, sure. Thank you so much, my brother. Easy on the pimping, y'all. Easy on the pimping. Nah, nah. You gotta, you gotta keep it on the pimping. Nah, pimp responsibly. Like I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna pimp. I'm gonna pimp like um, pimp, um, pimp your dogs first before you go up after that. No, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pimp like in my mind. I'm gonna have short, exactly. Run, run me through it in my mind, and then maybe. No, nah, I'm never gonna try it. <laughs> I'm never gonna try. It. But at least, at least short taught me. Thank yeah. you, short man. I really appreciate hey, name, it, man. Hey. Every time a person say, "Bitch," how did that happen? Before we get out of here, it's a Cuban goodbye. That, is, right that, now. is that is that really your favorite word, bitch? I told you I had a rap partner, uh, Freddie B. Mm-hmm. So we tried to do everything that the streets do. Mm. And the streets was doing a lot of drugs. Mm. So we used to do these little skits before the songs of just like either acting like gangsters or, or just slick talking niggas. And mm-hmm. one of the skits we used to do was uh, was about this uh, this chick mm-hmm. who. Um, we, and she was a bitch. So, so, so we pretended like like we're smoking crack cocaine. But it, wait, wait. But this was not crack back but then. But did you smoke crack cocaine at one point? No, in your life? this was not crack. No. All right, I, cool. we, we sprinkled a little bit in the joints, but never. We back never, in the we, day, we never hit the plate. so you did hit the huge. Yeah, yeah, it should taste good. So yeah, yeah, it was it was crazy. Don't let it take yeah. you down though. All right, but no, look no. at this though. So um, <laughs> smoking dirties. Back yeah. then, it wasn't when we was rapping. This it's the early eighties. It wasn't crack. It was mm. called freebasing. It was free only, it was only what, it was only what rich and fly fly people did. If you was, if huh. was f- showing off, mm. you a rich motherfucker. You freebase. That was the, the shit and, that burnt rich prior. And that, and, and that that was that was in the pipe or that was that in was, the blunt. It was the same the thing. As, it was the same thing as a crackhead. It was smoking the pipe, but mm. when it first came out, it came out as an elegant thing mm. that only rich people did. Hey, we go, we about to go smoke. That was this, like this was the upgrade from cocaine. Yeah, free, the free lineage base of cocaine is rich people. Yeah. Freebasing was something that people openly said, oh, we're freebasing. But mm. crack was something when you turned into a crackhead. That was, that was the same fucking shit, but it just right. had a different, the hood. different right. time and era. So um, we used to mimic freebasing. Mm. So we would sit there and be like, you know, the bitch, we like, hit, I'll hit this, baby. We'd like, uh-huh. you know, the, the tape is about to come on, the music coming on, we're doing a skit for it, come on. Like, just hit it, hit it, and say, like, <laughs> motherfucking choking shit. And then, uh, nigga, like, bitch, you hitting, you smoking too much. And then, uh, and then my, my man, like somebody being there doing the girl voice or whatever, and then the, and then the shit would be like the bitch would be like, like bitch.
<laughs> like, yeah. And that's where the guy, we did that skit. Let's make some noise for crack making making up the beat. <laughs> So we did that skit so many times that the bitch just kept getting longer and longer and longer until it was just like, bitch. And but then, is that your favorite word? It, it really is my favorite <laughs> word. But look at this. <laughs> but look at this. Then I got a rude awakening, though, because I went and looked at some old Dolomite movies. Mm, it was crazy. And this nigga was saying, bitch, bitch way before, before we ever thought of it. Like this. But you the Dolomite in hip-hop. You are the, you are the king. You are yeah, the first name. pimp of hip-hop. You are the first person that made us proud to be who you are, where you want to be. We want to salute you, Too Short. Let's we want to say man. that we love you. We want to say that we want to keep continue. And you look the same. <laughs> you ain't aging. We are saluting you, my brother. You are a great guy. We love you. Drink champs love you. Definitely. And we're going to drink some champagne. I, I've been drinking you hard. Like, I know you're up here. You, you got me a little tipsy, man. I'm about to... Um... No. This ain't going to end with the podcast. We're going to keep it going. Uh, yeah, you all right? You going to die? I'm never all right, right? You got pimped. Man. Always almost, almost die. Yeah, we got to go get into this nightlife, man. It's a... yeah. Yo, Shout out sure. to Sidebar, Raul. What up? Yo, Raul, too short. Thank you for coming with uh, the yeah. drink champs. I'm sorry. I don't know. You all right? I just keep coughing for no reason. Smoke some weed. All right. Thank you, Too Short. Can't stop coughing. Hit the weed again. Uh, <laughs> it's like your TV show yesterday. <laughs> oh, wait. What happened with my TV show Scarface. yesterday? I forgot. Oh, yo. We had Scarface I on talked to TV Face. Show. He's like, I'm in Miami, nigga. I'm like, we, yeah, 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 we, nah, just, nah. we just got off the cruise. Me, yeah, Face, yeah. Luke. We was all on this fucking cruise. You chill out. Chill out. High chill out. five. High five. We're talking about that. Don't Yo. Two I'm shorts in the In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. Every pass, shot, and dribble is immediately consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, blood, and tears, real legacies. Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? You already know when and where to find these moments of unscripted, pure entertainment. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. AT&T Connects and Ode to Podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Got my PrevNAR 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. 
get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.